When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ultimatum for Hap Up. I am Asia, and I am here with my awesome co-host, Mary. Mary, how are you doing? I'm doing great. You know, I'm glad that Netflix decided to just throw us another show. We had to wait two years to get a second season of Love is Blind. But then they're like, hey, (laughs) now we're going to give you ultimatum again. And not only that, but they've already lined up like three more seasons of Love is Blind as well. So basically, I'm sorry, listeners, but you can't get rid of us. We're just going to be in your ear for a while. Exactly. I Yeah, I'm so excited. I almost don't know how to handle it because we went so long. I was like, you know, I can space myself out with like wanting this content. And now it's just been like, you know, like a what do you call it? Like a fire hydrant. Or <laughs> before I was drinking from like a, a sippy straw. Yeah, um, it was it was dripping. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's just completely gushing out. It's like once Netflix got into the reality TV game, yeah. even even with the circle. Yes. Like, up on me. You know, you have one season of the circle. You're like, oh, this is fun. And then there's like, boom, boom, boom. So many. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sure some people don't even know what this is because the exactly. ultimatum is just like, woo, look at this. New whole new dating show. Right. It's like, yeah, if y'all are like, what is this? I clicked on this podcast. It said the ultimatum. Like, what are you giving me an ultimatum? No, guys. This is a new (laughs) Netflix dating reality show where it's a very complex, very complex uh, plot or concept. But basically, there, there are six couples that are put to the test to figure out if they should indeed go through with marrying this significant other or move on. So basically in these six couples, one person in each of these couples has given the other person an ultimatum. They're like, look, I want to get married or we're done. So they went on to this dating experiment and they will go through a trial marriage with people and these who also chose to participate in this. And they will choose a person, go through a trial marriage, and then they will go back to their original partner and then see if they want to leave with the person they were in the trial marriage with, they want to leave with their original partner, or they want to leave alone. Did you find this easy to uh, digest? So we'll get to it. But I think that everyone involved in this process seems to be a little bit winging 
<laughs> the format of the show. I think there were a couple of things that happened in the first mm, two, three episodes that I don't think they were planning on having happen <laughs> and yeah. had to adjust on the fly. Right. So we'll talk about it. But yeah, yeah. it's an interesting concept for a show. I, I mean, I do think that the title, The Ultimatum, Marry or Move On, seems a little bit like a Robin Akiva Nita podcast title. <laughs> So (laughs) I think that it's got that going for it. But yeah, what intrigued me about it was we we love Love is Blind. Uh, We talked, you know, for several episodes on everything that we like about that show and the format of that show. And I talk about it as being a dating show that actually seems to sort of take the concept of marriage seriously, which some Mm -hmm. do and some don't. This show is a little bit different. I mean, I I do think that they're trying to be serious with it. Now, let's let's start off by just saying the concept of an ultimatum. Yes. Yes. Is something that I'm sure most people in long-term relationships have thought about, uh, you know, from time to time. Because while we would love it if every relationship, just everyone was on board from the beginning on the same page, like exactly the same timelines. That's not necessarily how things go. But what's funny is for a show that's called The Ultimatum, instantly in the first couple minutes, we have uh, it was either Nick or Vanessa Lachey because they're back. Yes. Back to host this. <laughs> Says, um, let's see. They say experts agree that an ultimatum is not a great way to get someone to do what you want, (laughs) but it is the best way to get you the answers you need on a timetable that you can live with, which I do understand because a lot of times you're like, hey, something's not great. I want to fix this, but I'm too afraid to even say it because then my relationship might be over there might be a downside right so we push off the downside mm-hmm. and, and we don't even there before li- we're living in limbo we're not getting what we want but at least we're avoiding the ultimate peril of losing the person and so that's where this whole concept goes and it's an interesting thing but yeah let's really let's start is. let's yeah, start well, with the beginning how are we yeah, going to cover this, <laughs> this <yeah>. hot mess <laughs> of a show right before uh you know before y'all listen on this will be entirely so much spoiler ter- spoiler territory so if you plan on watching just pause go watch the first four episodes and then come back and listen to us so what we're going to do for this season season one of the ultimatum we're going to cover the first four episodes and then we're going to come back and cover the next four episodes so subscribe to the love at first sight feed so you will know as soon as we drop it and then we're going to come back and cover the finale and the reunion. So what Netflix did was they dropped all eight episodes on April 6th. And then on April 13th, they are dropping the finale in the reunion. So I like getting it quickly. I like getting it quickly. It it definitely does have that pressure of like, okay, here it is. Watch Mm -hmm. it quickly before you can go on Twitter again if you don't want to be spoiled. Right. So, yeah, you know, but it's it's fun. I I do think it's an interesting concept for a show. Um, Mm -hmm. We start off by bringing all the couples in and hearing a little bit from each couple, the currently existing dating couples on maybe why someone has issued an ultimatum. Mm -hmm. And what I thought was most interesting about hearing all these stories was when I heard of the concept of the show and I watched the trailer, I thought, okay, the way this is going to work out is clearly the people who 
didn't issue the ultimatum, the people who are just sort of forced onto the show, uh, the ones who usually in most of these cases don't want to commit yet, they're going to think this is fine. They're going to go, great, this is a, a a time when I can sort of get a pass to, to you know, whether it be flirt with someone else or explore an actual relationship or hook up with someone else. I get kind of a pass to do that. And then I can kind of go back to my person or not. And then I thought, what does the person who issued the ultimatum really get out of this? Because right. it seems like you hope, I guess, that the person that you're trying to to get to commit is going to like see what they've what they're missing out on and, and realize that the grass is not always greener and come back to you. Uh, and I feel like that would maybe I'm just not confident enough to believe <laughs> that would be my scenario. I feel like if I've ever been in a relationship, I've been like, OK, if I issued an ultimatum, I know that I'm probably going to be the one <laughs> not getting what I want out of this. So, right. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's that was my trouble with this show. I mean, most shows that I watch and like thoroughly enjoy, I could see myself on. But this is just like never in a million years. If I am in a committed relationship and on either side, right? If I want to issue the ultimatum or I'm receiving an ultimatum, it's like you said, like, like Vanessa and Nick said, it's not a great idea because it's just like if I'm issuing the ultimatum, like you're either do you want to propose to me or we're done? Then won't I feel like they're being forced to do that? Like it's not like oh I want you give me flowers like okay then they're giving me flowers because I asked for it not because it's out of the kindness of their heart right yeah so it seems like in a lot of these cases the ultimatum has come from someone basically saying I've been trying and trying and they're just not listening to me now I kind of need to threaten them with leaving in order yes. for them to actually take it seriously which it sounds harsh but like that literally is what the ultimatums are doing in these scenarios mm -hmm. so it's definitely an intriguing concept mostly the reason i think i would not be comfortable with this besides the fact that i'm not confident <laughs> enough to ever get what i want out of the scenario is because i i'm not like one of those jealous people that's like, oh, I want to go beat someone up. But like, mm -hmm. I'm going to be hurt. I don't yes. think I could watch someone that I'm dating, like flirt with someone else, talk to someone else, like laugh with someone else. Like I would yes. be that person who, and I, I'm not like going to walk up to someone and yell at them, but I'm going to be sad <laughs> the whole time. And I don't want to put myself in a scenario where I'm going to be sad the whole time. Right. But, but Mary, you're supposed to be getting to know someone else. You're supposed to be devoting yourself and going all in. It's just like, I don't know how they do it. I would be Alexis. I'd be yeah. the one who's like, well, I didn't connect with anyone. What did I get out of that? <laughs> I'm out of here. This is not for yes. me. Yeah, it's it's really it's really interesting concept because like all of these couples have been together for at least one year. And to just say like, oh, well, no, we're broken up. And like now the show is trying to say like, oh, these this person is your ex now. Right. So now you're moving on. You're trying to see if this other situation works. It's like, how how do they do that when the person is right there in their face? How often do you break up with an ex and then they're continuing to linger and be in the same room as you constantly? People on Love is Blind had a hard enough time seeing yes. some of the people that they just talked to in a pod. Mm -hmm. These people have dated for uh, at least a few years. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about the couples. Um, first thing, my biggest pet peeve with this show Yes, is unlike the very positive trait I think that 
Love is Blind had, which was skewing older in their cast. Oh, yeah. With, I think, especially like in season two, the youngest person was like 27, and it was by a lot. Most people were in their late 20s, early to mid 30s, mm-hmm. uh, as Bryce would say. <laughs> but the, <laughs> these couples are, there's one person who's 30, everyone else is under 30, the youngest is 23, and most <laughs> people are 24, 25, and 26. Which is all younger than me. And my, I, this is where I like, I feel like a hypocrite. Okay. Because when I was 23 years old, 22 years old, I definitely thought like, oh, I'm ready for engagement. I'm ready for marriage. Like, here's my timeline. This is my person. And a few years removed from that, I'm like, girl, I didn't know nothing (laughs) about what I thought about my life or my relationship or whatever. And it's like, I'm not saying everyone's like that. My parents got married when they were like, I don't know, 22, 23. Like they Mm -hmm, got married young. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I get it. They're, they're happy. It's fine. People can do that. But for the people who are like, I've spent my whole life with this person and I will never be able to, like, I need to have children tomorrow. I'm like, kids you are 24 years old you'll be okay you will be okay (laughs) yes that got me just like the age I mean and and Ray definitely pointed it out of like that her mindset is like oh you graduate from college then you get married you have a kid that's how you're supposed to do it right oh I'm sorry I'm sorry she says her proposal (laughs) is her timeline is college proposal babies then honeymoon in Cancun I feel like that's not the order (laughs) proposal then babies then honeymoon in cancun it's like breakfast dinner lunch Lunch. snack snack (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean hey you know i it totally allowed me to see where her because i'm like you were like you said so young like like you said my so my parents also got married pretty young like my mom was 21 and my dad was 24 and if I think back, if I had gotten married at that age, oh my gosh, I was a completely different person. Like now at 30, I'm like, am I, am, am I at the right age to get, do I know myself enough to get married at this point? So it's just like, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like that simply could have been any of their issues about why that person was given the ultimatum. And it's not even the wanting to get engaged or get married. Cause I, I do understand that. I, I feel like, uh, I have I have a lot of friends who got engaged or married shortly out of uh, college or a few mm-hmm. years down the line, and some of them um, have been having children or wanting to have children, um, but they're all now in their late twenties, so mm-hmm. it's a little bit it's a little bit different. You know, they had a couple years after getting married, um, but I feel like on this show, it seems like a lot of the people the reason they want to get married is to immediately start having children. Yeah. Again, totally fine if that's what you want to do. I'm not going yeah. to say you don't need to. But I also feel like I'm looking at the 23 year old going, do, like, you're 23. <laughs> yeah, he's like 25 or 26. Yeah. Like, you, you can't. What about, what about like saying, let's get engaged for a year? Yeah. Get married, have a couple years and then have kids. Like, it, it seems like everyone's like on this panic. Like, is there something going on? <laughs> something <laughs> we like, don't know. Something we don't know. <laughs> 
You have to have a child by 25 or else. Or else. You know. <laughs> it's like Bridgerton. What are they yeah. like? You're washed up at 26? Like, come on. Jeez. Right. Leave some hope here. for the rest of us. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, let, let's dive into these couples and get into how this all played out where I mean we're, we're talking about the first four episodes but we're gonna kind of go through like the storyline of of, of 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 what occurred basically yes so the first couple was Alexis and Hunter so Alexis is 25 Hunter's 28 they've been dating two years and in this situation she was the one that gave him the ultimatum so why did why did she give him the ultimatum Right. So for each of these couples, I tried to figure out what I am diagnosing as their core, (laughs) their core issue, basically their core sticking point here. And for this one, it seems like Alexis is someone who knows what she wants, knows that she wants to get engaged, is tired of waiting around. And he says, you know, they're kind of at at a stage in their life where he thinks he can answer the question. Uh, and he seems the most ready, even in their intro package. Mm-hmm. It was, he was like, well, I think I could do it. I just sort of haven't yet. But she's like, yeah. well, clearly there's been something you're holding you back because we're here on this show and you, you're kind of all talk, but haven't done it. So for them, I just wrote commitment. He just hasn't yeah. fully committed to her. And that's really it. It just, it doesn't seem like they have any core values that are really off. Yeah. It just kind of seems like he's, Probably like most 28 year old guys, just like, oh, uh, oh, I didn't I didn't realize that we needed to do this right now. OK, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that kind of seems like their main thing. Um, yeah, they don't live together, which is um, like she doesn't want to live with him until they are married or at least at least until they're engaged, I think. And um, so that's one one thing that's kind of in their way is like of, of progressing. And. He also said at one point that he was like, if I met the perfect person tomorrow, I would be ready to propose tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, wait, so you're ready for marriage. So have you not realized that you're not ready for marriage with her? I don't know what their issue is. They're, they're, <laughs> the, they're the couple who we have the least, I feel like, understanding of what they either what? like or don't like about each other. We learn a decent amount about them as individual people, yeah. but it's not as much about them together. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like Hunter, I went on a roller coaster of emotions with Hunter yeah. <laughs> through the first two episodes. I was like, Oh, Hunter. And then I was like, what is going on with Hunter? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Alexis is to describe her. She seems very, um, very confident and self-assured. Most of the women are like, very confident. Very confident. Say. Yeah. Um, at least at least three, extremely so. Um mm. so she's uh <laughs> I'm trying to think <laughs> how to describe her. She's definitely like not everyone's cup of tea. She's one of the people who is a classic like reality TV show trope going to sort of get a montage of her talking about a particular co- topic while everyone else is like, Oh my gosh, when is she gonna <laughs> stop? And it mostly seems like finances, like she's want someone to be very financially secure yeah yeah that i think so that's what got me with them was she's the one who gave it an ultimatum but she's the one who has the issue that he makes less than her she's like he doesn't make enough so he's not ready for marriage well then why are you giving him an ultimatum is the ultimatum go get a different job (laughs) like save up some more money like i'm not sure we we don't find out why she doesn't think he has enough money i'm not really 
there's so many, there's so many plot holes with these two, but yeah. you know, that that's, I mean, that's basically who they are. Um, where it's just kind of like, mm, we just, we have this basic understanding of why they aren't, why, why they're in this position. But another thing to note about all these couples is they are all, they are all Austin based couples. They live in Austin, Texas. And I was flabbergasted that I didn't realize that until episode three. I went on Twitter and people were like, oh, I love the Austin skyline right at, at the beginning of the premiere. I'm like, how did I miss that? <laughs> so it was really cool seeing places that I recognized. Um, but yeah, I love Austin. Um, and so, you know, w- w- April actually looks very familiar, but she's 23. And when I was in college, that was 10 years ago. So she would have been 13. So there's absolutely oh, no. <laughs> no way I know her. But I was like, why does she look so familiar? So really odd. I don't know if maybe she, I don't know if she went to UT or not at some point. But anyways. Maybe she has couple. an older sibling. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> oh, so uh, so Madeline couple. and Colby. Uh, Madeline's 24 and Colby is 25. They've been dating for a year and a half. Colby is a little puppy dog after Madeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the, is he the only one of the men who yes. issued the ultimatum? Yes. He, so is. he issued the ultimatum because he's ready for marriage, but she's not. And I feel like either he's oblivious or she just doesn't tell him the truth, which doesn't seem to check out because she tells everyone else the truth (laughs) so harshly which is i mean when she's speaking in her confessionals she's like yeah i don't know i don't know about him like i'm kind of excited to like date someone else i'm kind of excited to see what else is out there like she's another one who says that she feels like she'd be ready for marriage with the right person but just not him yet and she definitely would be interested in a different relationship and stuff whereas with him he's like it was love at first sight. I, I love um, her. Yeah. I am her whole heart. I hope she can see that. I need her to realize how much she loves me, basically. And he's really afraid of losing her, which was yes. interesting. So why'd you issue this ultimatum? But like she's the woman of his know. dreams. She he, she is. The way that Colby talks about Madeline is kind of like how anyone would want their significant other to talk about them. Like how he I feel like he admires her. Yes. He, he is just head over heels and she could not care less about this man. When he kissed her in the confessional, the way that she like went and like looked at him, like, how dare you? I'm like, aren't y'all, aren't you, aren't y'all in a situation where he's giving you an ultimatum about marriage? <laughs> what is, why are you acting like this? When all the couples go and talk to the hosts for the first time, when they're all sitting around, they're the only people who don't sit together, like on a couch. <laughs> like she takes her own chair separate from him. Uh, <sighs> it confuses. So they met in college. It confuses me because, I mean, well, you know, actually, it makes sense. They're young. They met in college. She probably wasn't thinking, oh, by saying yes to him asking her to be his girlfriend in college, that this was her forever. So maybe she's just like, whoa, 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 where I'm a little in over my head. I thought we were just, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a casual, committed relationship in college. But I think they went to A&M because she was talking about College Station later. So Texas A&M. And, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, is it, 
I don't understand why there's such a disconnect. I feel like she the disconnect I think with me is like she seems like the type of person who would just break up with him if she wasn't super interested yeah. but she's not so she's clearly got some loyalty to him and it seems like she wants almost like permission like she wants her friends or her family or someone to tell her like oh don't be with him go be with mm-hmm. someone else and I think she also sort of gives me the vibe of like would also make that decision even easier if you already have another person exactly. right here lined up who you like who you like just as much if not more like this sounds yeah. bad I don't know her maybe she's not like this but she <laughs> seems like the kind of person who would be like well I'm dating him for now but if someone else yeah. was to walk by if the perfect person's gonna fall in my lap like goodbye but I'm not gonna just leave him because of that so she, I, she yeah she definitely strikes strikes me as someone who just doesn't want to be alone or like not alone single yeah, because you can be single and not alone, and so I I think she she's just yeah she is probably she said it. Uh, at one point she said uh, she hasn't been single since she was eighteen, so she's probably just been a back to back. She's like Kim Kardashian. She's a, a relationship type of girl, right? Yes. So, <laughs> I don't know. So I think this is not the right word. I'm not sure what the right word is, but it, I wrote down that her core issue is is basically like monogamy. Even though she is <laughs> monogamous right now, it seems like she doesn't mm-hmm. want to be with him, with mm-hmm. this particular person. I don't think she's done dating is what yeah. it seems like. Very, um, and and it and it makes sense. She's 24. You know yeah. that it, it makes that's it that make makes all the sense in the world. But um, she did say she doesn't believe that there's just one person for everybody. Right. Which whereas he believes yeah. that she's his, <laughs> his heart one. and soul. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which I don't I don't quite understand because again, we don't and I think this is gonna be in the second half of the episodes is where we're gonna mm-hmm. see more about what does and does not work with the couples because right yeah. now we're mostly getting little intros and then seeing them as individual people right or in their in their swapped relationship. Um I'm not really sure. I think it's interesting that they structure the show this way because I almost would have thought they'd done it the opposite. Like, okay, have a trial marriage with your person. If it works out, great, leave the show. Otherwise, we're going to swap you up. But instead, they sort of end on the person you came in with. And I Mm -hmm. kind of like that better because it gives you a chance to really compare and contrast. Uh, So it's interesting. Uh, All right. Yeah, I I think the one one thing that uh, I was kind of surprised by was her kind of her last statement with him before they, you know, move on to the next portion of this experiment is that she said the only thing scarier than losing him is marrying him. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> there, those seem kind of different. If you like him, if you're in love with him, if y'all are ready for marriage. I, I can only assume that she's told him these things that she's telling us so freely and that he's just not like not listening. I don't and- know. I de- I oh I would hope not. Just imagine she's been like super honest, and he's just like, oh, I love your eyes. <laughs> I don't just know. Completely blind to I don't. Oh, gosh. poor poor guy. Like he yeah. seems. I don't. I, I feel like he could. He could just try with someone else, but right. Oh well, we'll get back to that. And I um, yeah, and I, I yeah, I did not like how they tried to paint. I mean, I know we were, we'll definitely get into it, but I feel like he's trying to get painted out to be a guy that. He's not. I agree. 
I, I was agree. like, what are we missing? Because yeah, I, I don't see this. It's, it's to, for clarity, if you if you didn't watch the show, it seems like they're trying to paint Colby as being this sort of like, oh, he's like a you know BMOC, like just wants to like date lots of girls, like blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Whereas I feel like the thing I'm seeing from him is like he doesn't want to even try to date other people. Anytime right. he even talks about that, that's him putting on a fake show. That's not yeah. his his real self is just I want to be with this one girl, and that's yeah. like all I care about. Yeah. So it, it's definitely a little bit of like a atypical, um, I don't know, thing. Yeah. That I think that you, you look at him and you'd probably think what the show is trying to sort of paint him as, but mm-hmm. that doesn't, that doesn't actually appear to be the case. Yeah. I'm not um, sold. <laughs> yeah. So um, next we have Shanique and Randall. Shanique is 24 and Randall's 26. They've been dating for a year and a half. And she issued the ultimatum to him. This is an interesting couple. Yes. I will point out that Randall is in um, Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, which is the same fraternity that Chappelle is in. Oh, I did okay. notice it. He had his, the uh, the brands on his arm when he had yes, his shirt Yes, I did off. notice that. Yes. Yes. And so I was like, oh. That is very interesting because I would have painted him out to be in a different fraternity. Um, just knowing what I know about Chappelle's fraternity, if if Chappelle listens to this, but just just a tidbit for y'all to know uh, that he is in that fraternity. Um, and I thought it was very interesting, their dynamic, because I feel like this was one of the main couples that I saw them very differently when they explored other options. I agree. When I saw them together, I thought, oh, this is a guy who just isn't ready to commit yet. And this is a girl who seems very assured in everything she wants, Mm -hmm. um, but he's not really ready to commit. That's sort of what I got when we saw their intro. Once they separated and started talking with other people, I really, really like them both as individual people. I just don't think that they're I'm not I I don't think that they click super well as a couple uh, at least so far I think that they just want like they they have different things that they need from their partner that Mm -hmm. they're not able to give to each other is what it seems like it seems like they're just a a little bit clashy there but yeah um Shanique is very uh, she's very put together. She's very like opinionated and knows what she wants and knows her worth. And I really respect that about her, like really being, I mean, she's the type of person who would issue an ultimatum, a type of person who yeah. says, this is who I am. This is what I know I want. And I want someone to treat me this way. Right. And then Randall, on the other hand, seems a little bit more like he says, and I had their core issue written down as finances because he's yeah. the one who says most of the time, like, I'm just not ready for marriage yet. He even says at the beginning, he knows he's not ready for marriage and he doesn't think that she is either. Almost like mm. saying that she sort of thinks that she's this this person who's at a particular phase in, his lo- in her life, but um, that he thinks that, you know, she maybe is uh, spending more money and um, not really sort of like on the exact same path where I feel like he is very, he comes across very reserved, a little bit down to earth. Um, I'm not sure, like kind of like really, like he's going to talk a lot about really needing someone who like will listen to him and and hear his side. And he seems like in his relationship, maybe he feels a little bit like he's uh, not, not listened to in that way. Right. It's like 
So in their relationship, it seems like she's the more dominant one, but she actually felt even more confident outside of their relationship. I think because within their relationship, it seems like she's she's unsure of their future. So she kind of behaves in that way. Um, Mm -hmm. And like for him to say like, oh, I want to get rid of all my debt to in order to have a great life, her. And I feel like she spends she she spends a lot. Right. I feel like. I do feel like there are a lot of guys who feel that way. Like one of the core needs of a, of of a, uh, of a man is to be able to like support or something like that. And so like a lot of guys feel like they have to be able to support financially. And I feel like that, I mean, which I think he later identified was that that may have just been not an excuse, but the reason like he was leaning on that, was it him or was it, um, was it him or was it, what is his name? Jake that said like, oh, the reasons I said, I think it was him. He was the one who mostly was talking about finances. It comes yeah. up with a couple different people. Um, and my opinion on finances, much like almost any other thing that people say in order to put off a relationship is if you're with the right person, you'll make it work. Right. You know, yeah. I, if you're if you're someone who says, okay, well, I'm I'm busy with my career, so I don't have time for a relationship. There are also plenty of people out there who do have those same careers and handle a relationship. So you you can do it. And that's not yeah. to say make yourself uncomfortable or push yourself to the breaking point. No, know your limits. And if you feel that way, that's fine. But what's probably not good is if you know that you're not going to be able to give much into one area of your life while you've got other things going on, maybe don't get into that relationship right. <laughs> and, and, have, and have have someone else sort of wait around for you to figure that out. Yeah. Um, so I kind of see both sides, but yeah, I, I really like them both and I really want them to find happiness. I'm, uh, but I think Most. that they're, they're some of the people that I don't know if I want them to find happiness with each other. I know. Yeah. I just like, I, yeah, love them individually. I, I think that they are both just gorgeous and, and they both seem like they're confident people. They're smart. They are, they know what they're doing with their lives. They know what kind of where they, they're, they're, they're heading individually, but I just cannot imagine them together. Like even all the times we saw them together, it just felt like y'all, y'all know that y'all have, y'all have goals and you, you, you know what you want in life, but do y'all have that? I don't know. Was it, is it chemistry or is yeah. it just, just that natural connection that we do see with some other people later. I'm like, right. I don't see that with them, unfortunately. I agree. I agree. So, um, and then we have yeah. Ray and Zay. Two Ray more and people Zay. that I, I like individually. <laughs> There's, I think this is my other problem with this show is like, you're given these couples and normally I would say, okay, I'm like rooting for them to, to make it work. But yeah. with these people, a lot of them, I'm like, no, I, I like you guys, but you have a you have a barrier, you have a thing that's <laughs> holding you back, and like it's a real thing. So like maybe think about that and don't and don't try to force this. Instead, I don't know, maybe you should break up. Like it, I exactly, I, I want all of these people to go through this experience and learn about themselves and about their relationships. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like when you go through any kind of relationship or breakup, you do learn things about yourself and about how to be better in the future yeah. and et cetera. And, and that's why breaking up and getting back together with the same person can be beneficial if you mm-hmm. learn something 
from your relationship and your time apart and learn how to be better for each other. So if these people really are trying to say, I came in with this person, I would like to leave with that same person. I'm going to take use this experience to sort of see how I can be better for them and for myself. Then that's great. Do that. (laughs) Right. Don't just like hope that you're going to miss them and miss what's comfortable and then go back and have the exact same problems. Right. So yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see if I miss them. It's just like I I feel like the people that came on here without the goal of like, oh, I'm leaving with this person, but I'm leaving as a better person. They're just looking for anything to kind of cling to like, is this actually the person for me? Um, Because yeah, so with Ray and Zay, Ray is 24, Zay is 25. Uh, They've been dating for two and a half years. They dated through college. Ray has graduated. Zay has not yet. Um, And she gave him the ultimatum because she's at this point in her life where she feels like, you know, marriage is on the table. She said, look, he's not going to find better than me. I stay in the gym. I have a degree. I cook. I clean. I know how to sleep. She's like, so what else? What else is he looking for? Yeah, this show, this was, this show was a little raunchy. A little yeah. bit. I forgot about that going into it. I forgot so many F-bombs are going to be just, I'm like, oh, we are on Netflix. You're right. Yes. This is not CBS. And I, when I first heard this intro of them, I was like, oh yeah, it just seems like they, you know, they just need to to think about it to kind of reconnect and that they're one of the people who maybe like absence would make the heart grow fonder and then everything. Mm-hmm. I learned so much more about them <laughs> in their last night together, which we'll yeah. get to in a minute. But um, he says that he really likes her. They share all their core values and desires, but this is his first real relationship and he just doesn't think that he's ready yet. He also thinks that she's not as vulnerable as him and won't open up emotionally. Um, she just seems like she wants to be married, but not necessarily in particular to him. That's kind yeah. of the feeling that they get. And and that's something that really they explore when they have a conversation. Like there's a point where the producers ask her, like, what is it that you like about him? Yeah. And she can't even answer the question. She's like, can we skip to the next question? Or is that like, the last one? She you gave him answer? the ultimatum. Yes. And, and that's the thing that I'm like, wait, so, but you don't even seem to like him. Like this is, they just don't like, they don't seem to dislike each other. They don't really seem to have any like major issues. So I wrote their core issue, issue was just relationship maturity. It just yeah. seems like that's it. Like they, they don't seem to really even know why they're together. Yeah. So exactly. that, that was just like the biggest thing, which is so interesting because when you see them both date other people, it feels like they are are blossoming a lot more. So I don't know. Exactly. I don't know if this is just like one of those weird college scenarios where you like go on one date with someone and then oops, it's 2.5 years later. (laughs) What happened? I think so. Especially like if they went to college in Austin, like if he's still in college and that's why he's in Austin. So maybe they go to UT Austin. That's where I went to school. It's very easy. And I'm sure it's like this at many, many colleges. It's very easy um, to just you cross paths with somebody and then y'all continue to be in the same circle. And then this just like, Hey, that we're, we're in a relationship, you know, it's, it, it doesn't take much to make it work. Um, especially if they are at UT, like the black population at UT is 4% out of 50,000 oh, wow. people. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. it's, it's a very like tight knit community. So I could imagine 
you know, if that is the situation, it's very easy to make it work. So that's how they just like they blinked and it was two and a half years later. But when we when we met them, I totally just thought, oh, she's immature in relationships. She just she thinks this is the right path. She doesn't realize there's no depth to like their relationship. And for her to not even be able to explain why she loves him and why she gave him the ultimatum, like that's a huge red flag. And for him to feel like he's the one who gave her the ultimatum because he's like, you don't open up. I don't know how you feel about me. How's how was he ever going to propose if he doesn't know how you feel about him? And, and this is why I got so confused when I saw them with other people, because it seemed yeah. like they it seemed like they had better connections. So, yeah, yeah they're very interesting. Um, again, two people that I, I really like. I'm just not sure if I yeah. see they, they definitely need to have some time to think about what it is that they like with each other. I'm very looking forward to them getting yeah. back together uh, to, to see that part. Exactly. Um, the main thing I got out of them was that they have a great sex life. Oh yeah. They mentioned that several times, several times. So maybe that's why they're together. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Some people you got that you got at all. Uh, um, okay. So now we have another interesting couple, Lauren and Nate. I feel like they sought out a couple who had this issue just so they could talk about it on the yes. show. That's what it seems like. So Lauren is 26, Nate is 30. They've been dating for two and a half years. They have one big core value <laughs> issue. Oh my gosh, it's like love is blind all over again. Yeah. Lauren does not want children. And Nate wants children like five years ago. So Okay, we are going to get into some really annoying, I think, topics of conversation on this. It is perfectly fine if you do or don't want children. Exactly. That is not an obstacle to try and like convince someone <laughs> out of. That is not, as Colby says later, like a thing that you're going to help someone overcome, overcome? as if it's like a trauma or something like okay. this is a decision that an individual gets to make and if they don't want children don't waste your time trying to convince them now that's not to say that nobody changes their mind some people right. do some people do change their mind but if someone's going to change their mind you want that to be because they change their mind not because you convinced it out of them or <laughs> proposed it out of them uh, so, that was yeah that was as soon as I heard that I said why are y'all on this show because clearly that's a I, I don't think because they were getting into the debate of oh we need to make a compromise he's like what we're we gonna have half a kid that I just feel like the compromise if someone does not want children it's not like oh she's like oh I don't want children right now she's telling him at this point I don't want children that that right there like y'all that you want different things and it's totally okay she can find someone who doesn't want children he can find someone who does this is what we call a deal breaker <laughs> this is not a thing you compromise over okay like well this is a personal story not about myself though so whatever <laughs> but i knew a couple very very close to me who they were great they were they were friendly they had a lot in common they seemed fun and they dated for a while several months and they ended up breaking up because they realized that one of them wanted children and the other one didn't and i said to this person 
why didn't you find this out like on date two or three? We don't, this is not, okay, this is like used to be a trope on TV shows and stuff where it'd be like, oh my gosh, don't like ask somebody if they want to have children like day one. No, when you're in your mid to late 20s and children are like in the near future, when you go on a date with someone, like their first couple dates, you want to be like, hey, so like, uh, what do you think? Like, are you family oriented? You want some kids at some point? Like, you don't need to be weird. You don't be like, have my, have my children. Like, that's not what it is. But you need to get that information out. And if that's a thing that someone is not, it's not a, oh, maybe I will or maybe I won't or oh, I'm open to it, but I'm not sure. No, this is a, I do not want children and I do want children. That's a deal breaker yes why did they date for two and a half years knowing this i don't understand (laughs) exactly like how in it and i i know it probably wasn't well i guess maybe knowing him now at this point it probably was something he found out early on and he was thinking she'll change her mind eventually as she gets older she'll change her mind because she was what like 24 at that point he's like oh she'll probably want him when she's older but it's just like i know there are people out there who never want to get married and if you want to get married, that might be a deal breaker because the other person may never change their mind. You know, it, it varies yeah. person to person, just like it varies with kids. But if, that's when you have a conversation. And it seems like the way that they communicate, Lauren is not in a position to be like, oh, well, maybe it, it, like the way that they communicate. She's telling him it's a hard, fast no. Yes. Wait, so. I'm not even 100% sure if it is a hard and fast no after all the rest of the show we watch. So we'll, exactly. I will circle and I, and, but back I think to them, but. Exactly. Yeah. We, yeah. With we them, it, it's not only that, but it does seem like he's saying, like, I want to get engaged and married and have children right now. Are you down? And she's like, no, I don't think I want children. Yeah. It doesn't really seem to be a discussion. Now, I mean, this is what we get on the show. They probably have actual discussions, but... I would hope. I don't know. I, don't <laughs> I know. would hope. I don't but yeah, know. it's it's it, it is the situation where he's just like he's he you know well he in this situation didn't he give the ultimatum because of the kids? Situation? Yes, he did. Sorry, okay, so, he was okay, he so was the him, other he was the other man. Him and okay, Colby were the two, Colby. the two men who uh, gave the ultimatums. Right, yes. and I'm like, okay, well, Nate, think about it. Okay, she has a kid, and then she's like. Is because she didn't want the kid in the first place. She's acting a little awkward, and then you're going to be mad and saying, "Why aren't you connecting with our child?" Uh, hello. We talked about this for two and a half years. I told you what was up. So I don't know what the end game here with them because that's a pretty big issue. That's not oh we have trouble communicating or I don't make enough money right now. But yeah, this is. I think it's time for the first of many. What we're going to call. Mary's mom's dating advice corner (laughs) where one thing that she told me is like, you want to try and minimize the number of (laughs) like things that are divorceable reasons, basically, before you've even gotten married. So these people haven't even gotten engaged yet. And one of the biggest reasons for getting divorced is differences in handling if you want to have children, how many children, how you want to parent your children, things like that. It's one of the biggest reasons for divorce. And if you already know this is a huge issue, this is just going to be an uphill battle you're going to face for the rest of your marriage. So just think about it. it. Life and and dating and relationships is a difficult thing. 
but it doesn't always need to be difficult. (laughs) People think that you need it to be this like passion and anger and like, no, like you, it should, especially early on and especially on the really big important things should be easy Mm -hmm. in, in those like decisions. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Last couple. Last couple, man. The these two. Um <laughs> we have interesting, a very interesting couple. Very. So April, who's twenty three. Are you in? And and Jake, how old is Jake? Twenty six. Twenty six. Um, they've been dating for three years. Yes. And these two, it seems like they have had, I mean, three years is a long time. I mean, that's yes. longer than the, the year and a half we see with some of the other couples. So they're pretty, pretty deep in. But she has given him the ultimatum um, because. Right. At the advanced age of 23, she knows exactly <laughs> what she wants in life. It, that, it, that blows my mind because like, I love April. I just want to say I yes, love April. Yes. April's my, probably my favorite person on the show. So. Yes. And look. I, for y'all out there, we are not knocking anyone who gets married in their early 20s. No. It's just but speaking it's also- from our perspective <laughs> at, in, in our late 20s. I'm going to claim late 20s. Yes. You know, <laughs> it, it, that is just, it, 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 to think back to a 23 year old Asia, I would, that would just blow my mind that that person would be married married at this age that I am now like I would have been in a marriage for seven years at this point I would be a completely different person but because April is 23 and they've been together three years they've been together since she was 20 years old she was almost a teenager when they started dating so I'm sure they have changed like those are a lot of very formative years and she wants a ring and a baby she wants she said this she wants a little April she is ready yesterday and she doesn't understand how he has given her, he is acting as if, or I guess in her mind, he's behaving as if they are already married because he bought her a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a, a a marriage type of thing? I feel like it's a gift. <laughs> I, I feel like when you're married, you don't, buy someone a car it's just your car that you both have right. because you're <laughs> together it. probably <laughs> i mean maybe it depends how you split up finances but right that matters but, yeah i don't know i don't think, <laughs> i don't think oh yes when you're married your husband buys you he buys a you car. a car naturally yeah, of course but it yeah. is like a big thing to do for someone who's not at least considering engagement right yeah um, and and we find out from him that he just got out of the mil- military a year ago and like he's hoping from he didn't really want to come do this, similar to a lot of other people who were given the ultimatum. But he's hoping that this like experience can help their relationship, not hurt it. And that, you know, it, by dating around, they can get a little bit more clarity in their relationship. I felt like he was never really clear on why he's not ready for marriage with her. Yeah. So I put their core issue being timeline. It says, you know, he said that he was in the military for five years. He just got out and he wants to travel, have fun, just kind of hang out, not settle down yet. So it just seems to be that they're not on the same page about how they want things to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is another he was the one who like really spoke clarity into my like completely changing my mind on how I thought this was going to work. I really thought that the people who 
did not issue the ultimatum, that they were going to be the ones who were kind of like eager to get out of the relationship, which mm-hmm. has happened is, is sort of has happened in some of these cases. It seems like that's the case with Madeline. But with Jake, it seems like and a couple other people, they would have been perfectly content to mm-hmm. stay in this relationship in the state that it was in yeah. for a period of time longer. And it seems like a lot of them, it's not even like they're saying oh, I I don't want to get married ever or I don't want to take that next step, whatever that is. It's just not yet or, you know, not right now or not because of these reasons. And right. I really thought this show was going to be about people who were in their like 30s being like, we've been together for 10 years and this person <laughs> yeah. will commit. Like, that's what I thought this was going to be. And so this is, this is I know some people are going to be listening and they're like, oh, well, I'm 21. Why are you making fun of these young 20 year olds? Yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's just the fact that I thought that this was going to be a different show. I didn't yeah. realize it was going to be people who'd, who'd been dating for a year and a half, two years. And they're in their early 20s. And most of that time was college. And I, I hate to say this. Dating when you're in schooling <laughs> is very different than dating outside of that. Like, it's not that it doesn't count. I dated all through college. And, and full clarity, I did it all through from like high school to college and a year after college. And I thought, I'm getting married. I'm going to get married at, you know, 22, 23. And here's the rest of my life. Like, that's what I thought my path was going to be. And so I totally understand that and identify with that. But being removed from that, I realized like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it, like you're you're dating in college, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're like actually, you know, it's not the same as like living together and being with someone when you have like real, mm-hmm. you know, life and finances and things to deal with so it's a different vibe but yeah it seems it seems interesting because i'm like april if you were so head over heels with jake and really really afraid of losing him and same Don't with you this. colby why'd you drag your person into a scenario where they get to date someone else exactly like she she is head over heels for jake like you can tell you can tell like she genuinely loves him like she Yes. And which is why I feel like she was willing to do this experiment because she she was willing to try anything. But it's like, yeah, but you stand a chance to lose him because it does seem like she does like she's a great girl. Love her personality, how she is just unapologetically herself. But she does lack a little bit of self-awareness when it comes to how she is coming off to someone. Yes. Um, So. You know, and I feel like that is a big part about her and, and Jake's relationship. Um, but, you know, I, yeah, that I, I had that impression as well of that the person receiving the ultimatum was ready to be, like, they were going to be the one who were excited about this process. Right. But it's told, it like, no, they were totally fine being in this relationship. They were the ones brought on. They're like, wait, what, why am I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm receiving the ultimatum, but I'm fine with how we are. We can keep doing this for another few years. So. Yes. It's interesting. And, and April yeah. really like she wears her heart on her sleeve. She's, she's very comfortable showing her emotions and, and they do seem very genuine. Um, even though she's the youngest, she seems a lot of ways like very, assured of what she wants but she does mm-hmm. the part the part where uh she seems a little less mature is in the the self-awareness and the yeah. sort of ability to take a step back and say maybe this isn't the most urgent scenario maybe i can maybe we can uh coast for a little bit before we settle but right anyway, so and that's, that's now couples yes yeah. now that we've talked through all the couples we are going to talk about 
the next part of the experiment. So when we come back, we will talk about the couples going through a week of dating each other and then making a choice to move forward with somebody who is currently in another relationship. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to download the new Bumble now. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. And we are back. So, yeah, this we had a week, a full week of them dating. Did they, yeah, I thought it was going to be like one night. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were going to like draw into a hat and be like, okay, here's your new couple. Yeah. I didn't realize that they were like, oh no, like actually dating, try to find someone that you want right. to be with. This is not in the format I thought it was going to be. So it right. was a surprise there. Yeah. Because yeah, Vanessa and Nick, I, I, I miss talking about the fact that they tried to say like, they've done this. They, they dated for five years and then she gave him an ultimatum. And so they each, they each dated another person before realizing that they were the person for each other. So this process works because look at Vanessa and Nick Lachey. Right. Worked exactly one time. So therefore, <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> it works. Yeah. And I, I do agree. Like sometimes you can realize what you had was so important and that you mm -hmm. don't want to lose it. Like that's definitely a thing that can happen. Yeah. But also... And, and taking time apart is also good. But I disagree that you need to date another person in order to like realize that necessarily. But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so, so we, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I did want to read this other quote by <laughs> um, one of the Lachey's. I, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> note which one it says, many of you might feel like you're falling in love. Some of you may become in love with two people and that could seem confusing or even overwhelming, but that's the whole point. <laughs> Why? Why is the point get them confused and overwhelmed? I don't know. They're like, make sure you, you spend all this time asking the important questions to everyone. Take it very seriously, which I also agree with because if you want to get married, then you should be dating for marriage. You shouldn't date someone that you don't think that you would want to marry. Uh, if you want marriage, if you want but, marriage. Yeah, <laughs> right. But <laughs> it's like all the classic dating shows, like they put you in a scenario where they want you to feel emotional and vulnerable with someone and feel like you're falling in love 
for the highest amount of drama when that accidentally happens with multiple people. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They wanted to confuse them as much as they tried to confuse us with the format of it all. I was just like, okay, how, because I was, as I watched, I was like, how are we even going to podcast about this? They're all over the place, but they, they did. So they only spent one night with their original partner. And then they had a week of dating other people. And so they just kind of hung out by the pool or hung out in different areas to date other people that were in these other relationships. They're like, now after this one night, y'all are broken up. Y'all are done. So they're dating around their original partners, which already makes it difficult. But they're getting to know these other people now as a single person out of a long-term relationship. Yeah, and it's it's not like they're going on little individual dates. They're all just hanging out in a pool area together. Yeah. And or like they're going to destinations, but you have just so many shots of someone hitting it off with someone talking to them and their ex just like shooting Ooh, daggers yeah, like, across the so room. Like, funny. What are they laughing at? What's so funny? What could possibly be funny over there? Right. Oh, that was great. Yeah. But we had um, a couple we had a couple of people that like hit it off right off the bat, which was oh, kind of yeah. odd because it was like you came here with someone. So you would think that the person you came with, that's the one you hit it off with. So everyone else, you're kind of just saying like, okay, now that I'm back on the market, who am I interested in? But the one Do I need to move to Austin? Because (laughs) I've been on like 500 dates and I'm like, eh, yeah, it's like, it's fine. (laughs) Whereas these people, they walk into a room with 12 people and they're like, oh, great. Three of you I like. What? How? How is that even possible? You've only got six options and one's the person you came with. Exactly. But honestly, what are the odds? Because like, okay, the amount of couples willing to do this, that has to be like a tight pool, right? And then to find people that are compatible on top of that, like casting can't be that amazing, right? Like they weren't working with a hundred couples here. I'm so confused. It was amazing how many people hit it off. And we got to a point where I was like, oh, my gosh, they're going to all line up and everyone's going to have a whole separate person they fall in love with. (laughs) Not quite, but it got close. Um, But I was was really impressed with Ray and Jake. So Ray and Jake hit it off right off the bat. They're having a conversation at first. He didn't seem too into it. But once they realized all their commonalities like that, that was it. Like they look great together. They both want two kids. They both grew up as an only child. They both have wonderful relationships with their moms. Oh, they're yes. both minimalist and they're both part black, part Italian. Yeah, it was like they had the same background. They're yeah. very close to their moms. They they really they and they both mentioned a couple of times like we check off every single box. We every have everything box. in common, which is good. I mean, I don't know what I mean, like, where's the spark, right? Like, where's the <laughs> where's the thing that you're going to bring separately to the table? But, mm-hmm. but you know, maybe maybe some people just want an exact copy of themselves. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Date so, yeah, yeah. They, they seem to hit it off. And, and this was one of the few couples who I was like, I'm rooting for them as a couple. Like, I don't like them. <laughs> I was like, I want them to work so badly. Yeah, I really like them. <laughs> I, yeah, and I felt so weird thinking that, but I was just like, I like who they are when they are together. I feel like yes. Jake seem like such a quiet and just reserved and just I want to say not himself like I know him but he was not (laughs) he was not acting like himself when he was with April but with Ray he's just like he's flirty he's just like talking her head he's relaxed he's talking her head off and it's just like it just felt a lot more natural than 
I know, obviously, three years in a relationship, that could bring a lot of stress. They've been through a lot. April pointed that out later in one of the episodes that they've been through a lot. And they are going through some major issues at the moment that she didn't point. Like, she didn't, like, specify what those were. But with Ray, I don't know if it's just refreshing for him and the fact that they're so similar. But I feel like they could work. I think they could work. I think they have one big obstacle standing in their way, which we'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, how do you want to do talk about this? Do you want to go through the whole couple or? Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and just, even I guess, when they move in or just the dating phase. Well, just until. OK, yeah, just the, the choice. So, yeah. yeah, they 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 seem they seem great in this part. It seems like they're very comfortable. Like you said, Jake seems to be a little more. I don't know what it is, like closed off with April. And I'm not. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's it just because of what we're seeing, it seems like weird comparison, but him when he's with April seems more like how Sal and Mallory were, where it's like they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're like trying to, I don't know. Like he's like trying not to let his guard down. I don't know how to describe it better than that. Yeah. Um, so they're interesting. So yeah. So they yeah, are like, I, I like them. Yeah. So they, they hit it off, right? Like just instant attraction. But another one that kind of surprised me was Madeline's attraction for Ra- Randall right off the bat. Like, because they're both she's still sitting on the couch near <laughs> near Colby her first night. And she's like, I'm ready. I see Randall over there. Like, sign me up. Like, she stakes a claim. I don't even know if she bothers trying to date anyone else. Like, it seems like she just goes straight to Randall. I don't know if she learned anyone else's name. She said, I am going to focus on Randall. I'm going to make sure. Like, I know I'm. he's my first choice. I want to make sure that I am his first choice. Yes. So it felt like they were just getting to know each other. And Randall was very, he was kind of uncomfortable because naturally you would be in the situation with the fact that, you know, his ex-girlfriend is right there. Uh, Shanique is literally steps away, but they hit it off. Did you think that it, did you feel like he was feeling her as much as she was feeling him? Not initially. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that he was intrigued by her. He yeah. says that he's intimidated by her mm-hmm. because of her sexual powers. Yeah. <laughs> for him. Uh, she, she's very confident. I think that she's um, very different than Shanique. So yeah. she is probably intriguing in that way. I, I don't know when I, when they first started talking, I was like, eh, it, it seems like the classic case of people who would be attracted to each other date for a little bit, but then realize it's not super long lasting. Like yeah. they're the, they're the ones who I'm like, I could see you guys hitting it off if you were on X on the beach yeah. or on like temptation. <laughs> Island. Is but I don't, right. But I don't know if I see you hitting it off with a show where you're like, our goal is to get engaged. I'm not sure. True, I'm, I'm not true, sure true. with them. Um, but blowing my mind that we've got another couple that just seems to yeah connect so easily right like okay if if madeline hadn't gone to randall right away was there someone else like i could see randall being interested in ray or i could see randall with a lot of people yeah yeah like he seemed really easygoing and really um interesting and flirty and fun and and there weren't a whole lot of people that I, I don't think I would see Randall connecting with Alexis and uh-uh. probably not Lauren but other than that it seemed like yeah. pretty much anybody 
Right. Yeah. So that 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 was a little surprising, but they hey they they decided they were going to get get to know each other, so they yes. they stuck with that and didn't really have options. But everyone else had a couple options. So the first option that had like I guess the most drama around it was Colby. He had kind of like he had Alexis and Lauren who were curious about him. What was going on with Alexis? I don't know because Alexis is someone who seems to be very sure that she she seems to take a look around, talk to some people and realize, okay, the only person I'm even remotely interested in is Colby. Yeah. And she's very pretty open with him about that fact. Mm-hmm. And now from the edit we see, it's different from what she describes, so I don't know if this is an edit issue or if she just misinterpreted something he talks to her and says like i just want to let you know um i i'm not actually interested in in you i don't i don't think i would see a future with you um and and he's pretty relatively polite to the camera he's like oh like i uh i she's a lot to handle and i think just not for me but like i mean he does say good luck to whoever (laughs) she would be with but when when she asks him like why he says I'm just personally not attracted to you. Now, either he also said something else that was rude, but that's what the edit shows us. And then she goes on to just be like, well, he doesn't like me. I'm going to try to like sully his name to everyone else. She goes over to uh, Madeline, his ex, and says, you deserve so much better. He's like you you uh you can do a hundred percent better than him he's you're so rude you just called me unattractive and then she's telling us she's like i don't know what like i look practically the same as madeline yeah they're blonde is that it is that the only thing that's similar they look completely different i don't know what she's talking about um and, and it's like i get it like it's insulting and you don't want to feel unwanted you're not even interested in him, though. Like, exactly. you want to be with the guy you came yeah. with. Why does it matter? Exactly. Like, does she forget what show she's on? She's acting like she's on The Bachelor, and The Bachelor yes. just told her she was unattractive, and so now she has to go home alone. I was like, girl, did you forget you came here with a whole man that you wanted to get married to that you gave an ultimatum? I'm, I was so confused by this because just the chain of events for her, like, I was I was happy for him for being honest with her. I was like, good. He didn't lead her on. He didn't make her think yeah. that she was a possibility. But the fact that she doubled back the next day to ask him, like, okay, well, wh- what is it? Like, I was confused by you saying you weren't interested in me. Girl, how, you want him to... She at, Like, she didn't ask for that, but she dug deeper. He was trying to say everything except for, hey, I'm not... Because no one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear that someone isn't attracted to you, right? It. It, it stings a little bit, right? Even if a person is attractive to most people, they could be unattractive to somebody. Just ask Shake. <laughs> right? So exactly. here's some more dating advice from me. Me to you, audience. Mm-hmm. You may you may go on a date with someone and they ghost you or they or you ask for a second and they don't want to. You may think, oh well, I, I'd like to know what the reason is. You don't want to know. You don't want to know from them. (laughs) If you want to know the reasons for why you might have some deficiencies in the dating world, ask some friends, 
ask your parents, ask people who've seen you date or seen the way you might act, ask a relationship expert of some kind. But you, or at the very least, if you're going to ask the person who's already shot you down, understand that it's going to hurt. And guess Mm -hmm. what? You asked for it and you don't get to turn around and throw it back in their face. (laughs) When someone says something like, oh, I just don't feel a connection or I don't see us together or I don't I don't see a future for us. Take that to mean that they're letting you down easy and you probably don't want to know whatever the truth is unless you can really handle it. Yeah, like the fact that him saying I'm not attracted to you, she heard you're not attractive. Which she just completely ran with. But no, he said, I'm not attracted to you. That means what he finds attractive is not in you. And that, hey, that's fair. You know, I'm a pretty confident person myself, but I know that I am not attractive to some people. No, no one is. Even people, there are people out there who don't think that Beyonce is attractive. Well, those people are wrong, (laughs) but okay. (laughs) Just that blows my mind. But You know, the fact that she was just so upset about this then tried to make sure that Madeline was aware. It was just like, girl, the only one in this situation who looks out of line is you because you won't just close that book and just explore other things. I'm like, okay, it was it was too much. There was someone in Love is Blind season two who didn't get into a couple, but was like the the girl was talking about how much social media followers she had. Oh, yes. Yes. It was very similar vibes with Alexis for the like little bit lack of self-awareness. But yeah, so that was just that was annoying. That was them. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He does hit it off with someone sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Like he did have a a couple conversations with April, but he didn't feel a spark there. Right. So then I didn't get because their their conversation seemed fine. Like maybe it's just like a friendly thing. Like they seem like they got along. Mm -hmm. Maybe there just wasn't a connection. Right, exactly. And so the fact that when he talked to Lauren, everything was smooth. They talked about the fact that she didn't want kids. And she was like, well, maybe it's not that I don't want kids. Maybe I just don't want kids right now. And he was able to talk her through it to get a better understanding. Whereas with Lauren's ex, um, Nate, he just is like an all or nothing. Like you want kids, you don't want kids. And it's she's never felt comfortable enough with Nate to fully express how she feels about the whole kid situation, but she felt comfortable enough with Colby. However, Colby has this mindset that he can help her overcome it. He he can save her and he can get her to the land of wanting children. You should not be in the business of trying to change people in a relationship. <laughs> you're going to change and you're going to grow together naturally. But right. don't, don't pick someone you can get a fixer upper house. You can get a project house. Don't get a project relationship. Okay. <laughs> right? Like this is not a thing where you're going to cure her of her fear of having children. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, he's like, after we got over that kid thing, everything was fine. You're not over the kid <laughs> thing. What are you talking about? She she thinks that you're attractive. And so she was like, oh, well, maybe with the right person, I might one day consider yeah. having children. <laughs> That's not yes. That's right. not I've changed my whole mind. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. So, I think that yeah. Colby especially is just kidding himself. Like he mm-hmm. he's just trying to find someone that he's semi attracted to to distract himself with for the next three weeks. 
Yes, exactly. Because he, the woman of his dreams will be waiting for him on the other side of this three weeks in his mind. Um, so then we had Shanique. So Shanique had an option of Zay and Nate, which she had a very flirtatious time with Zay. They were, you know, they hinted at like some sexual relations. They were just very flirty. They were and very flirty. It, it was very natural too. Um, but then with Nate, Nate was promising her how well he would treat her. He would treat her like she's the the prettiest woman in the world. And he was just basically selling on her on how he would be an amazing or in his mind, an amazing partner. I went on a roller coaster with Nate as well. I did with Hunter yes. and I did with Nate. So Nate talks with Shanique and skipping slightly to the next person. He's going to then talk with April. They have very similar conversations with both women. Yes. Nate seems like the type of guy who's like, I'm here. I want to be your support system. I want to be a father. I want to, you know, like, I want to be the traditional, like, supportive husband, Mm -hmm. which is great and which is fine. But it seems to me like Nate couldn't care less who it's with. He just sort of, like, wants that thing and was telling everyone kind of the same thing. Not not Mm -hmm. like a calculated, manipulated kind of way, but I was like, oh, Nate just needs someone who's going to be like, yes, of course, and mm. uh, like, I want that from you, and then they're going to be happily ever after. Like, kind of similar to Colby, except Colby has is the, the opposite, because he has his mind set on one person. Yeah. But he's saying all the like the things you want to hear about that one person. I don't know. So, I really thought that, that Shanique and Nate, because Shanique seems so kind of like headstrong and knows what she wants. I actually felt like yeah. that might have been a pretty good couple because he would I don't know, listen listen to what she wants and then try to right. fulfill those needs. Like that seemed to be the dynamic that they would have. Right, especially since we got that impression from with Zay and Ray that Zay is still still, right. you know, he's still in college, so I'm sure he's still having a good time, especially if he's on campus in co- like, you know, he's not doing it um it's not like you know, doing it virtually or whatever. Right. But it seems like Zay just wants to kind of have a good time before he settles down. But I mean, that's the impression we got when talking with Zay and Ray. But with Shanique, she saw, I mean, she is interested in Zay and Nate for very different reasons. So like going into the choice, which we'll talk about in a second, um, I wasn't sure which way she would go. Yeah, I wasn't either. And I was yeah. I was kind of hoping, leaning that she that she would go towards Nate, but um that's gonna get complicated in a second. Yeah. So and, and then, then yeah. Our, yeah. Last person, April, who I, I don't know if this was mostly just editing because everyone else kind of lined up that way. Like it really from the edit it seemed like Ray and Jake were pretty much locked in. So like they yeah. didn't any other people. But April, the people left, we've got Nate and Hunter who not gonna lie, they started to blend together a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, Mary. <laughs> I am you're okay, you were nail on the head. I was like, why am I getting these two men confused? Just, they don't really look the same. I mean, they both have yeah. beards. It, but like they and they're both like one's twenty eight and one's thirty, so they're older. Mm-hmm. But like Nate was the I'm trying to remember. Nate was the guy who was like, I wanna have kids. And yes. then 
Hunter was the one who just for some reason wasn't committing to Alexis, but we don't know why. But we didn't know why. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Yeah. So, so that was, yeah, I was getting yeah. them very confused. I didn't know who April won as like, it was who was it that she was really into? Well, because she was crying. And then so she gets consoled mm-hmm. by Hunter. Hunter. And I was like, oh, so maybe them. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was like exactly. the last team we saw together. <laughs> right. And he was like, Hunter's always here for you. You can come cry to Hunter. And then I was like, wait, who's Hunter? Wait, are you speaking right? in third person? Is this yourself? <laughs> wait, I'm confused. Exactly. Right. Um, so after this week of dating, we get to the choice. And so I was just wondering, how are they going to do this? But here comes <laughs> Vanessa and Nick Lachey. And they are at a long dinner table. And everyone's there. And it was just... I. If, of all the possibilities, this, this is, is not, not one. Thought. <laughs> I thought we might vote in urns. Yes. I thought that this was going to be like when you're in a sorority and you pick your like bigs and littles where you like write a list of who your top choices are and then they match you up yes. based on like who you're like. How in the world was this ever going to work out? I'm assuming that they had to like tell production ahead of time who they were leaning towards. Right. What is the order that they get to take? It's so unfair because they give the first person, they're like, Shanique, who do you want? And it's like, wait, so like by the time we get to the end of the table, is it just whoever's left? Like, what is this? I was just so confused. I literally had to pause it because it was like, this was not what I thought was going to happen. Like, literally anything but urns uh turn a wheel uh vote or just show up at the apartment and the other person that chose you is already there anything but or just like that you get randomly paired up like i thought might happen like i was like what is this back and forth random it's not even like all the women pick or all the men pick it was just sort of ping-ponging around it was whatever vanessa felt in that moment like okay well shanique you you seem like you're ready to make your choice go ahead and stand up at the table and make your choice because they weren't locked in. Clearly, Colby was able to, or not Colby, uh, Nate was able to change his choice multiple times. But we we can we can go in order. So yeah, let's Shanique. <laughs> but if you're wondering why we're telling this in such a confusing way, because yes. I don't, this format was so <laughs> bizarre. It was not straightforward. Exactly. If the if the show couldn't get it together. You guys, we can't either. We couldn't even fit it into one segment. Part of it happens in episode two and part of it happens in episode three. And they don't go down the line because spoilers for what we're about to talk about. Some people do not follow the format of what the show is supposed to work (laughs) out with. They don't follow the rules. Clearly production and Nick Lachey and Vanessa are like, whoa, Whoa. we weren't expecting this. (laughs) And y'all, it's your fault because not only do you say so-and-so pick someone, it's like Pick someone and then tell us all the reasons you like them in yes. front of your ex and tell yes. us like what how you've learned about your relationship. Like you could have done this so differently to where you weren't just having to have all these people sit there and listen to their ex significant other of multiple years be like, I really learned so much that I never got with them with yes. this new person in two days. It's like, what? Oh, it was just like burn after burn. I mean, I do appreciate the night before they had that last night together and they're all doing like the games and stuff. Jake was very honest with April. He's like, I'm feeling somebody. You aren't doing this for me. You're not doing that for me. And I feel like the one week allowed him to be able to vocalize those things to April where he couldn't before. And the way she received that showed me how much she cares about him. She could have been so angry 
and lashed out. But she was so she just like, I'm sorry. I you know, I'm sorry that I've ever made you feel that way. That has never been my intent. I didn't know. I was shocked. April is my favorite person on this show. <laughs> I've said it once. I'll say it again. And I'm only four episodes in. So if she does something horrible in episode five, I, <laughs> I retract this. But because she is so in love with Jake that mm-hmm. she is just like she will take you know he's he's harsh with her you know he's like yeah. you're self-centered you don't listen to me it's always about what you want and and sometimes people will cry and um say that they'll change and then they in the light of day they don't actually change and so maybe yeah. that's the case with her maybe she's done this before but if this is actually like one of the first times he's been able to vocalize this and this is like new information to her um then I, I do think that she's going to actively try to learn from it. I also think Jake, though, was a little harsh with the like, what you want, you want, you're going to cry and you want me to just like comfort you and <laughs> get over it because right. like that, that's a harsh thing to say. It, it was hard. It, it was, I know that must true. be hard here, but anyway. Right. Yeah. So. so we did get, uh, Shanique chose, she ends up choosing Zay. Yeah. Instead of interesting. Nate. Yeah. And so Nate was like, what? <laughs> she was my first choice <laughs> because. I feel like the people who issued the ultimatums, it would make sense for them to pick each other because they're Mm -hmm. the ones who seem to be sort of like more serious. Like Shadik went from giving an ultimatum to Randall because he's not ready to commit yet and went to Zay, who's also not ready ready to commit (laughs) for similar reasons. Yeah. But, but okay yeah so maybe it's like for her but then yeah it, it's like okay then is it on the other side of it or i'm just gonna pick someone who i know i can enjoy three weeks with until i can go True. back to my person well um, and, and maybe you pick someone who is like your person so that you can kind of learn the best of like maybe what you mm-hmm. need to change right and so i could understand that too but unlike uh ray's logic which she wanted to pick someone completely opposite of zay right. initially um but yes yeah, zay picked shanique back so it was like okay not i wasn't surprised about that <laughs> no i was like oh this is gonna be easy everyone's right? just gonna pair up <laughs> exactly nope. did they naturally transition to ray and jake next yes okay yes. and Jake's going to pick ray yeah and ray picks jake we knew yep. that that All right, two for one. two, doing two well. Oh, smooth. We are just knocking it out. We got, we have our partners. Yep. So then, uh, Madeline's gonna pick Randall. Picture yes. back. This is great. Everything's yep. going good. Three for three. Oh my gosh! Production. The production assistant is like excited. Excited. <laughs> going um, well. Yep. <laughs> Nate is like, I really like April, and then April goes, Yes, Hunter, I'm going to pick you. <laughs> What? So April chooses Hunter, and then I wrote down, "Poor Nate, <laughs> he just wants to save someone." And then, out of nowhere, Alexis stands up and says that she's having a really hard time listening to all of these people talk about, you know, how much they like each other and their relationships, etc. This is great, but and she's like, not only that, I you know, I've had my ego crushed. Nobody here likes me. (laughs) And this is really hard. And it just really shows me how much I just want to be with Hunter, the man I love, who I gave an ultimatum to. And then Hunter stands up. Now, remember, April's just chosen Hunter. (laughs) Hunter stands up. I even wrote in, in my notes, I was like, April chose Hunter, Hunter chooses her back. But no, (laughs) but that's not what happened. Hunter stands up and he walks over to Alexis and he goes, 
I've decided I really want to marry Alexis. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? And they they just freeze on Vanessa Lachey's face, who is like, we did not plan for this. <laughs> not what we wanted to happen. They're like, no, 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 no. Don't get engaged. What is this? What is this? There, there were three options on this show. Option one, you go through the process and you leave with your original partner. Option two, you go through the process and you pick a new partner. <laughs> Option three, you go through the process and leave alone. There was no hunters in here like choose option D, skip the process, just take Alexis back. Out of out what? of where? For what reason? We don't know. We don't know why they weren't together in the first place. Exactly. It's been one week. They did the experiment for a week. Was this to save face? Because he's like, I cannot let my girl sit here and be last picked and just end up with someone who because nobody wants her. Maybe. Was this like, I don't know. Because maybe she had talked to him like, look, there's no one else here. Like, what are we doing? I like I have no one else to pick. So maybe they had a conversation of just like, look, what 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 is happening here? We need to just figure us out because. There's no one else for here. The the one guy I wanted, Colby, is not going to choose me. <laughs> he, he was like, girl, I don't I don't know why we weren't like I, I told you that I'd be willing to get engaged in a month. I don't know why yeah. you dragged me on this show. Like, that's what it felt <laughs> right, like. Because right. we, we still don't know why they're not to, like not engaged already. I don't know. But yeah, but yeah, uh, this was enough. like her spilling her heart out was enough for him, apparently. So look, so with this moment. Everyone's happy for them, right? Because well, yeah, which is weird. Like you go on Survivor, you go on the Amazing Race, and you propose, and it's like kind of a sweet moment. Proposing in the middle of this show, like not at the <laughs> proposal phase, felt weird. It felt like a desperate, weird move on it on everyone's part who was involved. Yeah. I don't know what was going. Yeah, on. I. The only reason I was like, okay, that then this a piece of this worked because. She was the one who gave the ultimatum. He was the one who the ball was in his court. And so right. he was like, okay, I'm going to propose. I'm ready now. Which is just like, okay, well, the person who uh, who had the ultimatum or who was given the ultimatum has changed their mind. And I guess that was the goal of this show. We'll, we'll see, right? But then this just caused so much chaos of just Vanessa and Nick having to tell everybody to sit back down because they weren't done. And you see... You see, Nate whisper to Madeline, I'm going to pick you. Oh, oh, yeah. Not only does that happen, by the way, we're on episode three now because we <laughs> we had to end on that cliffhanger. Not only that. Alexis is like, oh, my gosh, I just got proposed to by Hunter. Everything's worked out perfectly for me. I could I could quit while I'm ahead. Nope. Time to call Colby out again for no reason. <laughs> calls Colby out and she's like you're not a good person I mean I don't know you but you're not a good person because of that one time you called me unattractive he can't there's so much there's so much people trying to cut in and talk over each other and then like someone will be like why don't you just let them talk and I'm like they're sitting there just dissing you not letting you like defend yourself so weird um So all of this is happening. You're right. So that's when that's when Nate whispers to Madeline, I'm going to pick you. I'm sorry. Which, I thought Madeline was already taken. She's been picked. What are you no. talking about? Like, yeah, that's what I was like, pick. okay, maybe the order of this, they put this in weird or something. Because yeah, maybe I'm it didn't like, happen. I, I was like, how? I'm, I'm literally taking notes. 
I know that Madeline has picked Randall at this point and Randall has picked her. Like, is there some like loophole where people can change their picks? If he picks Madeline, then, oh, Madeline, do you have an option? Like, what was he thinking? Have you not seen Madeline and Randall? In what world is she not going to? Like, she's had her eyes on him from moment one. Yes. All right. So Colby, apparently it's Colby's turn. Um, I mean, he just got chewed out by Alexis. Yes. And at this point, after Alexis is like, you're a bad person, Lauren's going to interject and she'll be like, look, Colby's not a bad person. Like, I've had a completely different time with him. He's been great. So Colby's like, perfect. Ego boost. She's in my corner. I pick Lauren. (laughs) And that's when he says, you know, I'm going to help her overcome the not wanting to have kids thing. (laughs) Not a thing. (laughs) Not a thing. And then Nate stands up and he goes, I don't know what he says. Like, sorry to do this or start, sorry to steal your thun- thunder or something like that. I don't know right. exactly what he says. He, he like apologizes to, to Hunter, but he stands up, he walks over to Lauren and proposes <laughs> to Lauren. And she and says, absolutely. Or what, whatever she said was this most energetic yes. He she seemed, the- she's like, Colby, who? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm getting proposed to by my man. My man has finally realized that the kid thing is not a big deal. What is happening? My issue with this, which was everyone's issue sitting at that table, was he was the one who issued the ultimatum. The ball's not in your court. It's like he said, he asked her a yes or no question. She said nothing. And he's like taking it as a yes. Because why are you proposing to her? When you were the one who gave her the ultimatum, I don't understand. I want children. She says, I don't. And he goes, that's a deal breaker for me. Ultimatum. We have children and we get married or we break up. And she goes, okay, we might break up then. He goes, yeah, I've changed my mind. We don't need children. Let's get married. (laughs) You're my family. You're my family now. (laughs) And what was so interesting was the night and day where apparently everyone was like totally on board with the Hunter Alexis thing. Yes, because nobody else wanted to be with Hunter or Alexis. Mm -hmm. But out of nowhere, this happens and everyone starts going off. They're like, this is fake. This is such a fake thing. Colby's Colby's upset because he wanted a chance to hang out with Lauren. April's upset because she may or may not have wanted to hang out with Nate. Madeline chimes in as like... Or yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody yeah. chimes in and is like, "I just saw you whisper that you wanted to pick Madeline." Literally two seconds where you froze. It oh, is Madeline so... was the one that pointed that out. Was that it Madeline? Was... Okay, yeah. yeah, she was like, "You just whispered to me ten minutes before that proposal." It was so clear that this was just a I don't want Lauren to be with Colby, mm-hmm. like to spend any time with him. So yes. I need to like out of fear propose. The hosts are so upset it is so obvious that they're like they do not play this off well they They don't have control over this situation whatsoever this was not the way it was supposed to go this is not a jeff probes like ooh, exciting i'm shocked moment the live tribal (laughs) yeah no this is them being like this is not according to plan we have already booked six (laughs) apartments for y'all to live in and now somebody's already engaged now we've got a second one like they are not happy about this Oh my, it just went haywire so fast. And there was nothing they could do to stop it at that point. I was like, the only thing they can do is change the format with season two because this 
this allowing people to just talk over each other, change their minds, not have their decision locks in. Like you, you choose your person, you bring it in on a sealed envelope. That's the person you're choosing. You don't even, Period. you, you don't even do that. You have a couple of days where you date maybe, or maybe skip that step, but I don't care, whatever. And then you, you show a scene of everyone walking into an apartment. They open the door and, the, and they see who they're living with yes. and it's away from their exes. Because when you have this conversation at a table with everyone together and say like, one at a time, we're going to go around and talk about how we fell in love with someone else, basically. Yes. Like, that All that's going to do is try to bring out the, the jealousy and the fear in your partner. And like a little bit of jealousy is healthy for, you know, you, you don't want someone to feel like they undervalue in a relationship and that like they, that they feel like oh well i'm i'm safe with this person and they're you know no one else would ever be interested with in them so like mm-hmm. you don't want to take them for granted that's for sure but yeah you don't want to force someone to have to watch someone else like move in on your person exactly Ugh. it was just like i was i couldn't i was i was so entertained i just i couldn't get over the, i was i was blown away yeah i couldn't blown get over away. the chaos of it all and then the fact that now we have Colby and April, who's both people they've chosen are now engaged. So they're like, oh, well, why don't we just why don't we just match up? But it makes sense because we both took the process seriously. We both are the ones that issued the ultimatum. So why don't we give it a shot? That makes sense, right? <laughs> so April and and Colby. I think they're both fine people. They are the two in the same boat where they are just so head over heels for their significant yes. other. They're really not even interested. I mean, I think even even with them being like a little upset that the people they kind of picked are now off the table. I don't even think they really wanted to be with those people forever. Yeah. You know, like maybe they had some attraction or some comfort, but I don't think that they were really ever going to walk away with that other person. But I want them to kind of be a little more open to each other than they actually are. They kind of make a pact. They're just like, well, let's just sort of like fist bump friend it out. Like, haha, high five. Let's just sort of get the most out of this experience. And like, if they're really going to spend this experience truly like trying to better their relationships like yeah. their individual relationships maybe they'll get something out of it but it's interesting so yeah yeah i mean with this choice ceremony it just ended on such an awkward note because april was giving a lecture to everybody about ha- taking this process seriously because if she can do it y'all can too and she storms out and then everyone kind of gets up and it's just like all right hugs all around and then we are <laughs> so introduced to the couples it's like oh oh it's oh, okay i guess everybody did choose now it's like i guess they're a couple now like right. the, yeah the april and colby thing was definitely just like team who's left yes like that, it exactly. was just kind of like what happened but right. yeah I, I kind of liked april's speech again because she's like i'm taking this seriously i have to sit through hearing you know like seeing a per- the person i'm in love with tell someone else that they could see a future with them mm-hmm. and i'm doing it because i really care and want to better my relationship and then y'all are just acting scared right so, exactly yeah so that that was the choice uh, uh, maybe the choice ceremony or whatever but when we come back we are going to talk about the couples moving in and uh just what else was left in episode four 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All righty. So we have our couples. We have April and Colby. We have Shanique and Zay, Madeline and Randall, and Ray and Jake. Yes. So if you were so, wondering about the other two couples, they're gone. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever see them again. Maybe That's in the it. reunion show, hopefully. Would love to know what happens with Nate and Lauren. Yeah. We I mean, we did get that spy shot, which is like, why why are they in a, a an apartment equipped with cameras? But we did get that spy shot of Nate and Lauren. Um, and Lauren's like, well, we still need to like talk through our issues. And he's like, I know, like, what you know, we'll be fine. <laughs> he was like, it's fine. First, we're gonna get married, and then we'll talk through our issues. <laughs> and she's and like, like, I'm not walking down the aisle if I haven't agreed to have kids. Right. Like, so I, yeah, I don't know. It was it was interesting, and yeah. I think I misspoke earlier because I I think I said something about like being excited to see Hunter and Alexis in the phase where they get to live together. I don't think I don't think we're going to see them in that phase. Yes. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I said that because I'm I'm so curious to know like what they do or don't like about each other because I don't yes. know why they why they had an ultimatum really. But yeah, um, it's I mean it's not it's not like it's not like these like the plan is these couples are supposed to go back to their original partners and live for three weeks. So why couldn't they just shoot that part for them and they end it early maybe or maybe we revisit them once all the couples are back together. Maybe. I, mean, I guess we'll find out. We'll play right. the player, but but so with yeah. Yeah, let, let's let's start with Colby and April. They're very interesting. Mm-hmm. And they have I think we got the least of them from this yeah. episode by far. Absolutely. Yeah. Probably because because of the pact they make where they're like, we're gonna just sort of get out of this what we need. Like they're the only couple we don't see introduce each other to any sort of family or friends or anything like that they said we don't have to do that we we know they're like (laughs) we know we're not you know they're not trying to see if there's any potential with each other now i'm not saying that they should be trying to do that if they're really truly just wanting to get back with their original person but they don't they don't seem to have like any major red flags that would make them not an okay couple from the tiny bit we've seen yeah, besides the fact that they are just madly in love with someone else. Well, yes, I think so if they didn't have <laughs> if they didn't have that going on, I could see them finding some commonalities and being able to at least date. But the fact that they're like, yeah. Look, we're just doing this for three weeks and then we'll be back with the loves of our lives. I think that they're putting the least into this, even though they're the bo- they're, they're the most invested. Right. And I mean, we're going to hear a little bit of April say stuff like, you know, I'm trying to clean up more around him than I normally would. I'm trying to like practice behaviors that I probably should move forward in 
in whatever relationship I, I take mm-hmm. from them. So, you know, if they're, if they're really intent upon doing that, then that's, that's good. Good on them. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So then we had a Shanique and Zay. Yes. So I thought it was really interesting. So like, we know these couples are living in the same apartment. And so I was really interested to see how they were going to handle the physical. Like, are they going to be kissing each other? Are they going to be sleeping in the same bed? But with Shanique and Zay, they decided to not sleep in the same bed until like maybe the third week, which I actually was kind of surprised this format. They were going with like coyote speed for these weeks. It was like you blink and they're like, yeah, we're week two. And uh, it's like, these episodes are so weird. Episode one is like, here's the couples. Here's their last night together. Here's the beginning of them trying to talk to some other people. Episode two. Here's a lot of them trying to date random other people. Episode three. Super fast. It's basically just the dinner conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Episode four. Three weeks of yes. living together. I'm like, whoa, what are we going to do with the last four episodes? Exactly. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm, I'm excited to see, but yes. man, it, but we it, sped it, through it, this. We sped through this. So, yeah. uh, I do want to say, look, I understand that it's like the classic chivalrous move for like uh, the guy to be like, I'm going to take the couch and you can have the bed. Mm-hmm. I, that is a full size bed or queen or something. Yeah. I would feel so bad, little five foot, three and a half me <laughs> taking that up while Zay has to sleep on this little couch and he looks so uncomfortable. Exactly. And I feel like you either, I understand boundaries. You don't want to share a bed. That's fine. You're sleep, then pick the couch. If you're the, <laughs> like, no, like I have a bad back. I can't sleep on a, you know, on a, uh, like I, I need a, a bed. Like that'd be great. But, but I sleep on my little love seat like constantly. So <laughs> it's I think I would be I'd be fine stepping into that. But he he's very very nice, sleeps yeah. on the couch, uh respects her boundaries. I noticed that right. at the one week mark though, they're they're back in the bed together. Although she okay, does it was say one week. <laughs> <laughs> she says she says that he has to be on top of the comforter though. So Yeah. <laughs> still still putting up those boundaries. That's okay. Right. And so he's having like a difficult time because he's used to being in such a physical relationship. So that's another sign about him and uh, Ray's relationship. But um, I didn't, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like, yes, we saw chemistry from them, but I don't know if I see a real potential from them and just how they're interacting yeah. with each other, how they're getting to know each other. They seem a little awkward. I mean, truthfully, they seem like two people who are, basically strangers yes. trying to live together which is yeah. what most people should whereas a lot of these other people just seem a little more accustomed to the lightning pace of yeah. these dating shows where you move in and then you're like okay we're dating that's just how it is right yeah but, I, yeah that, I, so I thought that was kind of hmm, I don't know I mean he met he ends up meeting her family things go well there because they realize they have similar backgrounds they have like they come from humble beginnings and we learn that like he doesn't have a relationship with his parents. So it was really nice seeing him opening up. And I, and I, I kind of was just like, as I watch these couple or as I watch these people in their new relationships, I'm kind of trying to make sense of their original relationships. And I could see with him being comfortable opening up like this, I could see how it is hard for him with Ray who isn't even comfortable saying how much she likes him. Yeah. So I really like the scene where he's meeting Shanique's family because we we hear from Ray's side of things later that 
Ray's father was not a big fan of Zay. And for someone like Zay who doesn't have the closest family situation himself, Mm -hmm. I can see how he would be very excited to be with someone who does have that family that's going to pull him in and that he's going to feel part of. Like he says when they leave here that he really likes her family and would like these people to could see these people in his life in the long run. Mm -hmm. And while I'm not sure that I see the two of them together, I, I guess I can, I can see where he's less open where him and Ray do do not like they they don't have that support structure amongst the two of them to to really open up and maybe having someone like Shanique even if it's not her but like that kind of of more direct and open kind of person would would probably be helpful for for him because yeah I can imagine that someone who didn't necessarily grow up in the most open loving family probably needs some of that and wants to feel Mm -hmm. nurtured in that way yeah and and you know yeah like you said if 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 it's not Shanique I hope he can realize that he does need someone similar to Shanique because even with Shanique in this situation she's she's the one who gave the ultimatum so she's too into Randall right now to kind of open herself up to be available for Zay and I think if they were in different circumstances, there could be potential there because I think they do have, they had like an instant connection and like I could see them easily being able to get to know each other and have a great time together. Um, even, you know, be able to connect physically at some point um, since that's both, imp- that's important to both of them. But the fact that we have these, these exes that are in the picture, I think that Shanique is just, not in a position to move forward in a different relationship. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So next we had, uh, let's go Ray and Jake. Okay. So Ray and Jake, I like as a couple, (laughs) I already said this. I like them together. Um, they definitely seem to, want to jump each other's bones mm-hmm. um they mm-hmm. they seem to have a lot of chemistry mm-hmm. um they uh jake is going to meet ray's dad uh, who's a race car driver and we have a lot of, about that um they seem to get along like it seems like ray's father likes jake uh, un- appreciates him being in the military um mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a lot about that. Um, okay. And this is where their big obstacle comes. Although I don't know if this was an editing thing or what, but yeah. They're going to meet Jake's mom. Jake's mom is so team April. Like so you so would think April team. is her biological daughter. Yes. This <laughs> felt like Ray and Jake are for some reason talking to April's mom, is what mm-hmm. it seemed like. Yes. I think what we're not seeing. I mean, they're young. And so I could totally see this being a scenario where they're Jake is, is younger. Maybe he's got some, his own things that he's struggling with. And Jake's mom sees April come in and support him and care for him and really be the person there for him and something. And that she really respects that and appreciates that. Now I love my family, but I Mm -hmm. cannot identify with this just in the fact that 
my parents were not the type of parents to like I don't know like put put a foot down to like defend my relationship I, I don't know mm-hmm. like I feel like they were the ones who were like you know oh you guys are young like t- tell us when it's official but we're gonna kind of yeah. just like step back like, we don't want to influence you either way right mm-hmm. whereas Jake's mom is like no I want to influence you to be with April <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah it's like my mom is similar in that it's just like she's team Asia so it's like whoever can make me happy that's what she supports you know so if if, if I need to break up with somebody then that then that's what I need to do right whereas Jake's mom is like it's April or you need to figure out why you don't think it's April because it needs to be April. <laughs> so and three years is a long time. So I, I would imagine April has been around and yeah. she has gotten the opportunity to really develop a strong relationship with her, especially because he's an only child and, and she and doesn't have a daughter. This. Like I would love to have this relationship with my future significant others, like, you know, parents or whatever. Like I want them. I want our parents to support our relationship and to defend our relationship. But since I've only dated people when I was young, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can understand the hesitation of someone being like, okay, well, I don't want to get really invested in my child's like college, you know, boyfriend. And then if Mm -hmm. it doesn't work out, like, oh no, I've sided with the boyfriend, like whatever. Like, no, but, but yeah. So it's interesting because his mom asks Ray, like, oh, do you see a future with Jake? And she's like, yes, I, I do. I really like him. And she's like, mm, okay, Jake, I'm going to need to talk to you because that girl ain't it. Right? <laughs> like, What's wrong with Ray? Like, why do you just know. like her? And I don't think that she's she not April. really... That's it. Right. It doesn't seem like there's anything wrong with Ray. She just, like, really likes April. And then this is where I got confused because later on they go paddleboarding where they kiss, mm. Um, mm. which was something I wasn't sure about. I was like, oh, wait, are these, like, are they going to, like, be together together but it seems like most people just like kind of barely kiss if that yeah um and jake is like ray's like yeah my dad likes you and jake's like yeah my mom loves you yeah like why are you lying why are you lying to her because i'm pretty sure that's not what she said (laughs) you might watch this back what are you doing so I don't know. I mean, what do you think about them? Do you think that they stand a chance? I think they stand the highest chance. Of yes. if, if, the, if there is a couple that comes out of this and they leave their original partner, I would think it would be Ray and Jake. Um, because especially it's not a situation where it's like, oh, Ray's better with Jake, but Jake really needs to be with April. I feel like they're both in a position, even though Ray was the one to give the ultimatum. I feel like they're finding... They have a lot in each other that they want that they're not getting in their original partners. Yes. And so and which I think is the idea of the show is that like, oh, you might find that we you you match up with somebody that, you know, can meet your needs better. So I think if we do see anybody end up together, it would be them. Yeah. Or or even maybe that they see that they there is a possibility out there to be with someone who fulfills something for them that they're not getting. And whether it's right. Like if one of them goes to their. Right. Yeah. If one of them goes, I think that would only happen if one of them goes to their original partner. But if they don't want to go back to their original partner, like if they both don't want to go back to their original partners, I cannot see them leaving alone. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know with them. It's, it's tricky because I'm really team them. But I'm also so team Rachel. So I mean, I'm not Rachel. Sorry. April. April yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. We'll see. Uh, yeah. It's tricky. It's It's definitely interesting. Um, very curious to see what happens when we get to to the next phase. But right, yeah. 
So, so the last, last couple, couple. Yep. Yes. Madeline Randall. I don't know about them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so confused because I really thought this was going to be the couple that was like, you know what? Screw everybody else. We're just going to hook up and we're mm-hmm. just going to have fun for the next three weeks. Yeah. But I kind of, you know, I underestimated them a little bit or mm. oh, I don't know. Well, I'm not sure. They definitely, <laughs> they definitely have a lot of flirty moments. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. Um, Madeline's going to introduce Randall to her friends who were all like, oh, Colby, he's not much like what if one of her friends is like trying to get her 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I hooked up with Colby in college. He wasn't rememberable. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Randall, Randall will be so much more rememberable. <laughs> the, the fact that the cat, the caption, the closed caption had rememberable. <laughs> and she good. said it multiple times. Uh, uh, I'm like, poor Colby is just getting picked on by all yeah. of these friends. Uh, and then Madeline's like, oh my gosh, like, I kind of thought my friends were going to defend Colby, but no, they're like even more Team Randall than I am. Uh, <sighs> yeah, and I'm like, I guess the, her friend and Colby hooked up before her and her friend got together, so it was like, yeah. who was the worst friend? <laughs> like, for Madeline to get with Colby after he hooked up with one of her friends, I just... I, I think it was like I think it was like in college, Madeline's friend hooks up with Colby and is like, eh, not my thing, but maybe you'd like my friend Madeline. Here, I'll set you two up. Like that's right. the vibe I got. But it was it was just funny because I'm like her friend just wanted to be on TV for a second and tell her yeah. story. Uh, they were they were at this place called Patrizzi's, which when I was in college, there? I I have I have actually. Ooh. I my so when I was in college, my senior year. I was in a, my management information systems class. We had to pick a business in Austin to fix a need for them with some type of like technology. And so we picked this food truck called the Jalopy and we built like an inventory app for him to manage his inventory. Well, the guy who owned it, Nick, and his name is Nick, the guy who owned it opened Patrizzi's as his like brick, like uh, as a second restaurant for himself. So he owns that restaurant. I was just like that. That was the moment I realized it was in Austin. And I was just like, how did I miss that? But I, that was so cool because I've worked with the owner of that restaurant when, back when I was in college. 10 years That's ago. That's so cool. That's so I cool know. to like see places on TV that you've been. I don't right. know. I always find that interesting when it's right. like your, your hometown or whatever. Right. Um, neat. So uh, then they they have another chat. And I think the chat when they were having ice cream was very interesting because yeah. Madeline was just like, I just want to hook up with him. Like, mm-hmm. if, if he made any move toward me, this would be a dangerous situation. Yeah, she, she said they had already decided not to be physical. But she she wants otherwise. She's like, we've decided not to be physical, but if we change that decision, I am down. I am <laughs> so, on the board. Yeah, that's what she seemed like. Um, and then he, on the other hand, was really interesting because this is where he finally started to like really open up and be mm-hmm. like, I feel like we agree on a lot of values. Like I'm, I'm, uh, you know, ready for, for children potentially with the right person. I could see that. Like, I just, I don't want everything to happen like right away and all that. And 
I, yeah, I, I like Randall. And I, I feel like maybe this couple is the second highest chance of actually right. potentially working out. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Madeline is bringing to Randall that he isn't besides, getting. Well, yeah. he says that it's the listening, like that she listens to him. But Probably I, because she's sitting there just thinking about all the things that they could be doing. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like Shanique can listen. Yeah. But that's if she learns through this relationship with Zay that she needs to work on her listening. Like, if yeah. he brings it up to her, it, like, the second part of the experiment, when they're back with their original partners, if Randall's like, look, I've learned that my biggest issue in our relationship is that I don't feel heard and I need you to listen. If she realizes that that's the thing that's keeping him from just walking away or proposing or whatever, then maybe that is the change that they need. But otherwise, I don't see anything else that Madeline is bringing to the table that he's like, oh, I Shanique does not have this. I'll never have this. She checks every single box. I, I think Madeline is just someone who is insanely attracted to Randall. And and that's kind of where it, it ends. I agree. I agree. So I don't know with them. We'll yeah. find out. It is yeah. interesting. So those are really the what we get out of the three weeks of everyone together. And then because it's a show that's made by the same people as Love is Blind. <laughs> yes. We need we gotta bring the drama. So we gotta have a guy's night out and a girl's night out, which I'm assuming we're like at the same location, just the girls were on the patio outside right. and the guys were inside. That's what it seemed like. Um so the guys can you break this down and explain to me what happened? I mean, I was watching I was the 1.5 so speed, confused. so I oh. <laughs> don't know what happened. But it's very confusing. There's a fight between Zay and Colby. Mm-hmm. And I could not understand what they were fighting about. <laughs> so the, the way it made it seem was Zay and Colby went out one night. Zay from Colby's in, Zay brought a girl to Col- Colby to say like, hey, I'm introducing you to this girl. Colby ends up making out with that girl. And because that happened, Colby blames Zay for that. But Zay's like, I can't make you do anything. We were just hanging out. And I introduced you, but I'm not the reason that you cheated on April or Madeline, however you want to look at it, because he made out with a girl while they were going out. But Kobe wasn't really explaining so much of the story. He was more so keeping silent and like trying to force Zay to explain. But Zay was getting angry because he didn't want to be blamed for the situation of him making out, making out with another girl. So Zay moves. Okay. that that's basically what it was. I think that they were out at night. Colby may out with a girl and he wasn't taking the blame. Yeah. I feel like Colby was trying to say like, well, you brought the girl for me to make out with basically. Yeah. And then Zay was like, that's not what happened. Yeah. You're like stretching the truth or whatever. I don't know. I don't think any of this matters because yeah. Colby's not interested in April and they've made a pact exactly. to basically just be friends. And, and Madeline everyone else is making out with people. So yeah. like I'm making out with somebody. And yeah, Madeline wouldn't care because she's she's so into Randall. So I don't think any feelings are being hurt right now. So I just felt like it was an unnecessary story to yeah. tell. But then in Zay's defense even though I don't think Colby is this way, if I'm sitting across from the table from someone who's just kind of like egging me on, I, I would be upset too. And I'd yeah. be like, I don't need 
to be blamed for whatever thing you did. Right. So, okay. That was interesting. Right. Yeah. I mean, and the only other main thing from the guys night out was Jake telling Zay, like, look, Ray has an issue with your social media. Clean it up. Basically, she doesn't like you get the attention from the girls. And Zay has the perspective that Ray needs to accept him how he is. So it's like, oh, well, she's not going to like that. (laughs) Okay. The whole like accepting someone for how they are. Yes, you shouldn't be trying to change someone fundamentally. But also relationships are about compromise. And if someone's like, hey, this thing you do is like, it hurts me. They're entitled Um, to their emotion about that and their feeling. And if you truly love them, you would not want them to be hurt. And you'd probably try to find a way to compromise. Maybe you continue to post some shirtless pics, but every once in a while throw in one that you're in a relationship. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah that, that was interesting. And, and yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say the only other thing was Colby yeah. gets emotional and then tells the guys that he's like, I am so sure I want to be with Madeline. And then Randall's like, all right, Colby, I got to break it to you. <laughs> I did. I did kiss Madeline. It, it did happen. And uh, we've like, truly connected. <laughs> and I just want to let you know, basically, prepare yourself. And I right. and I kind of I was like, why does Randall feel the need to co- tell Colby this? But then I was like, if Randall does want to be with Madeline potentially after this, and they're about to move into phase two of going back to their original couples, maybe Randall just kind of want to stakes a little bit of a claim there too, right? Because I mean, now Colby sees him as a threat, <laughs> apparently. Um, why so, did you bring your girlfriend on a show <laughs> where exactly. she gets to date someone else? Oh, it's also oh confusing gosh, for our but, entertainment. But yeah, we end the night on a, the with the girls' night uh, drama. So one of the thing is that um, it's just so awkward. They're all asking the details of things, and Ray does admit to kissing Jake. And yep. April's like, "How was it?" He he does have nice lips. It's just like, ugh. But I am still applauding April in this moment because mm. while she's clearly upset and emotional, she's like. I realized that I wasn't giving Jake what he wants. And like, mm-hmm. I told him to explore this fully. And that's sort of like, it's, it's the choice I made. It's the, you know, it's the, the bed I got a lion, whatever, something like yeah. that, you know? And so like, she's clearly upset about all this. Yeah. She's like, she's not like, she's not like yelling at Ray and telling Ray like off. She's like, right. I don't know. Holding it better. <laughs> Yeah, who has decided that she needs to just give everybody advice, which yeah, I'm half on Madeline's side and half off her side. I mean, I'm not really on her side, but I'm like, (sighs) she is like that really harsh sort of friend of me who like tells Uh, you what you need to hear. She was so drunk during this entire evening, (laughs) but she also is like one of those people who is like, well, it's the truth. I got to tell you, and it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but you don't have to be mean about it. You can like say say it it that way. Yeah, you don't have to say it that way but she does tell april she's like you talk too much you mm-hmm. talk over jake and uh i can see clearly that you're in love with him so otherwise i wouldn't even be this nice yeah but like you you need to learn to change a little bit and li- need to listen to him and stuff mm-hmm. yeah then we learned that april never uses protection with jake um and has that has has been having some fertility issues, 
but that, you know, even though Jake says that he doesn't want kids right now, they don't use protection. So he's ready to have, he's, it's fine to have it, have them whenever. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what is, what is happening here. Yeah. Like, where (laughs) I feel I feel very uh it's very emotional that April brings up her fertility issues and clearly this is something that probably was the thing that her and and Jake have been going through that that Mm -hmm. she was referencing um oh right some of the struggles that that they've been going through recently I could totally understand that yeah I don't know what's going on with him from his side about his right determination to not have kids instantly but I Mm -hmm. guess it's just like banking on the fact that she she hasn't been able to like conceive right now like right. i'm not really sure what is going on there yeah um all the other girls are kind of like what <laughs> so right yeah it was a very heavy topic for like drinks out with girls you know but, but why are we having drinks out with girls who are dating each other no sexes? idea no idea so confusing uh but um we did, I guess, a couple more things from the girls' site was that, like, Ray has learned how she behaves with Zay is that, like, she just retreats when he gets explosive. And Shanique tells Ray that she just doesn't speak up enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Madeline is very supportive of Ray and Jake. She says they are an incredible couple. And she says that right there in front of April. Yeah, that's that's harsh. And then yes. Madeline is also going to say that Randall's her perfect guy and that Shanique, yes. um, that, that Randall doesn't feel like she listens to him, which is something that Shanique should probably learn, but not from Madeline in not that way. Not from Madeline at all. Yeah. And not right now. She's not, not right in now. any state of mind to be giving constructive criticism about their relationship because she just thinks Randall's sexy and she thinks... She thinks it's an appropriate time to talk about how they kissed off camera and that he's intentional with everything he does. So he did that for a reason. And and and, and some other PG thirteen stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, I, I I once again, I'm like, okay, you know what? We're on Netflix. They're dropping the f bomb. I understand. Mm-hmm. But there are other <laughs> other things. I was like, I didn't uh, know we were just going to talk right? about. This. Oh my gosh, my little. Uh, Poor little ears can't yes. handle it. Um, but and poor Shanique is having to listen to all of this. Yes, she <sighs> and she's upset. And Madeline just says, "I don't care. It needs to affect her. Why? If you want him, you know, like it, it doesn't. It's like I've seen. I've already seen comparisons between Madeline and Shake, and they're very different. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, very different. But this attitude that like because they're on a TV show, they get to just like call people out and reveal whatever they want. Like it, it should hurt you. You should know this. Why? But right. like Shanique hasn't done anything wrong. It's not yeah. like she's, you know, committed a crime or, or like done something to hurt uh, Randall. They just, they might have some compatibility issues. That's not exactly. something that you need to like throw at her. I don't know. It, it was weird, but um, yeah. Shanique and, and then Shanique also like does say like, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying about Randall, but like here are some other things that I think are qualities I bring that he doesn't value, which mm-hmm. can also be true. And like yeah. that's sometimes you both have positive qualities. They just sort of don't Clash. match. But yeah. Anyway, so those are our four episodes. Oh, we leave on the cliffhanger like she's oh, yeah. like pissed. Right. So um, those are our four episodes. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Unex- I, I, I didn't I didn't I went into it with zero expectations. So I really enjoyed it. 
Yes, I went in with low expectations. I would say the show completely was not what I was expecting it to be on many different levels. Yeah. Um, if you have listened to this podcast for some reason, not watched the show and are debating whether or not you should, I would say you could skip episode two. <laughs> Maybe just go to jump to the end with the cliffhanger about at the at the dinner table. Um and uh, episode three flies by as well. So there, yeah. there's a couple short ones, but there's there's so much interesting stuff just yeah. with the if you if you like if you like couples having sort of relatable drama, but then handling it in an unrelatable way. Like that's right. what I feel like. It's like they have they have issues that a lot of couples go through, but then they're being put in this bizarre scenario right dating other people so exactly i'm very so, interested yes in finding out too. What yeah and i'm glad we're, we they just gave us all the episodes and then they're doing, they're going to drop the finale and the reunion i'm glad they didn't span it out like over three weeks like they do love is blind especially because it's a new show i think they're not sure how it's going to happen but they might you know change the format with season two I could see that happening. Yeah. I think they need some new rules, but yeah, exactly. Especially with the choice. Um, but we will be back to talk about the next four episodes that are, have already dropped. Um, and we will be back before the finale and the reunion drop on April 13th. So just subscribe to the love at first sight feed and you will get this, the podcast for us to finish out talking about the last four episodes that have already dropped. Yes. And real quick before we leave, I do want to call out a couple of our listeners who left some thoughts for us. Um, Sarah, Miles, and Mel in particular, who left some uh, things for us on Twitter. And if you also want to leave some feedback for us on what you thought of the podcast or uh, on on the episodes as we go through, feel free to um, tweet those to myself at Frail Mary or Asia at Asia Like Asia. Um, well, it's A Y S H A, like A S I A. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> I can never remember the order. Um, mm-hmm. If for your thoughts on those, but um, real quick, just a couple of these. Uh, Asia, would you ever issue an ultimatum? No, because I would feel like that is me trying to get them to do something that I want them to do, and I would want them to do it because they want to. So, if you're in a scenario where you feel like there's something that, like, this isn't you know, this timeline is not working out. I need something mm-hmm. to happen. Would you just, would you just leave? Would you, I mean, like, I feel like eventually, I think, I, I think right. you sort of have, to have conversations about it. And then right. if, if you're still at Lockerheads, you know, then you. Right. It's like one of those things you just have, you just continue having conversations. Just like, what are we doing? What, what is our, where are we going? What's our next steps? Because yes. uh, where are we headed? And if that, if we don't align on that for some time, for a few months, I would give it a few months of these type of conversations. If we don't align on that. It's like, okay, I have to step away because I'm not going to be in a relationship for like yes. five years with it going nowhere. I would certainly never issue an ultimatum that <laughs> leads to this show. Um, all right. Uh, do you think that we're going to see any more of Lauren and Nate or uh, Hunter and Alexis? I hope so. The way they left off with Lauren and Nate, I think that they will show us a little bit more. They can't end with that, right? I think that we're going to at least get it in the reunion. We'll, oh, we'll wow. see. We'll see. That'll be I wild. Don't know. Yeah. Um, do you think that any of the couples who came in together of the four we have left are going to leave engaged? Ray and Ray and Jake. I think. If, no, like if, the, so any of the original oh, couples. Any original couples. Oh, 
That's tough. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to rule out Madeline and Colby. Not happening. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and I think, and if I'm banking on Ray and Jake, then I have to rule out April and Jake. So I think of anybody, it would be Shanique and Randall, but that's only if they can really get on the same page. I def, I, yeah, I think there are our only hope. It's interesting because I think Ray and Jake are the most natural that I could see, but I think my second choice would be Jake and April. Like mm-hmm. I think I think Jake is getting engaged <laughs> no matter what. Either way, like, yeah. If you want to <laughs> blow my mind show, have Jake be like, you know what? I've learned a lot. I'm going to go my separate ways. I need to do <laughs> my own thing. Yeah, do my own thing. That would be interesting. Um, and uh, last one, I, I just uh, oh well. First off, Sarah says uh, they should have therapy in these shows as well. Yes, absolutely. They we mentioned it with Love Is Blind. They should also yes. do that here. Listen to our advice. Put couples therapy as a part of the show make that part of phase two um and then last uh does madeline even like colby at all from mel (laughs) i don't even think she likes him as a friend it doesn't seem like it yeah mel also agrees with what we said earlier that their relationship reeks of too comfortable to leave Mm -hmm. and that they both would probably be happier with other people it would take a little while for colby to get over it and i think that he would need some recovery time but i think eventually he could Um, exactly yes Thank y'all so much for that feedback. But yeah, uh, tweet at us if y'all have any further feedback or you want to let us know what you thought about the podcast. Um, So Mary, what are you up to these days? Covering Big Brother Canada 10 uh, because it's a very exciting season. Mm. So I can't even remember. Was this had this show started? I think the show had already started by the time we were still talking about Love Is Wine. Yes. So it just keeps going. Uh, but that's that's happening, of course, on uh, Rob's podcast, and um, as well as on Kowski Cast. Uh, Riverdale is back for season six, part two. So feel free to check that out if you enjoy just a wild ride in a scripted show. That's just as off the walls as any of like dating shows. I saw that they have like superpowers now. You know, <laughs> we stopped questioning it a while ago. So, uh, oh gosh. Um, but yeah, like we said, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Asia like Asia, A Y S H A like A S I A. Um, I will be on the Thursday night eviction episode recap of Big Brother Canada 10. Um, also on the Love at First Sight feed, I am covering Married at First Sight season 14 with Jason Reed. So you can um, you can listen there. You don't even have to watch the show if you're just curious to hear about that show. It's also a wild concept about marriage where these people get married at first sight and then they go through an experiment and then they decide to stay married or get divorced. Um, I will also be joining Rob for the patrons of Rob has a podcast over on the Survivor Academy this weekend to talk about this episode of Survivor. And then I'll be joining the top chef crew on the reality TV wrap ups to talk about um, the the newest episode of Top Chef. And then I'll be joining the post-show recaps, the the Dark Wall crew to talk about uh, Bridgerton, episode six um, of season two. So excited about all these fun podcasts coming your way. So if you want to see, listen to any of the content, definitely just go follow both of us on Twitter and we put it all there. Um, But until the next episode drops, uh, we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.